Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the dark and treacherous woods of Dungeons and Dragons. Hate the woods. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, all dogs go to heaven, Bellicom. Sam, all cats come from hell, Burns. (laughs) And Ellie, all hamsters are trapped on the wheel of Samsara, Sparrow. (laughs) Insert sad squeaking sound effect here. And an an inability to achieve uh, enlightenment. (laughs) (laughs) Today's arbitrary reason for that, uh, three, was because it's episode 107 and seven rhymes with heaven, so dogs. We definitely nice. talked about All Dogs Go to Heaven in like one of these four episodes before. ago, yeah. Yeah, not that long ago. I can't remember why, but we did. I feel like it was episode 101. Mm. Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven was actually my first true instance of spite as a child. Really? Yeah, really? Um, because I went to a before school club and there was um, a kid who really, really didn't like the All Dogs Go to Heaven films. And I really, really didn't like him because he was a little turdy asshole. Mm. Um, hmm. So I watched them every day for like, I don't know how long, a really long oh. time with like all the sequels. I watched so hmm. many, like so often, maybe not every day, but like a lot. Before. He'd piss him off and I'd be like, I'm going to go watch All Dogs Go to Heaven now. <laughs> 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 they weren't even that good. I just mm. really didn't like him. Before school club, I was an after school club kid. I yeah, was, me too. I always Same. felt that the before Same. school cl- uh, clubs kids were too eager. Couldn't trust yeah. them. <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> early did you we have to get up in the morning for that? Yeah, it's seven. Yeah, in fairness, yeah, I also got my mum worked late. later than school. <laughs> but you know, we... I also learned to hula hoop at before school oh. club, which I can still do. So, like, I'm pleased with that personally. Yeah. I don't think I learned anything at after school club. I used to teach chess to a couple of the other kids because I was a fucking nerd. <laughs> Aww, that's, that's adorable. I felt like I should take be part of the chess club as as part of my nerd cred, but I actually really have no patience for chess. I am very good at stalemates. Speaking of thinking three moves ahead, however, it's time for us Ooh. to cast our minds forward. To well that, uh, that to the good. checkmate yet that to come, was good and demand yeah. of the chess master that is future us, what messages from pawn to king seven, pawn to f seven, king to d six, pawn to f eight, promote queen, check. It's future Jason with messages from the present, and I spent entirely too long looking up those moves for someone who does not play chess. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. A massive thanks to our crew members and the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. I know we say this a lot, but really, your support means so much to us. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. This week, the uh, patrons are voting on a civilised monster, I believe. In fact, the vote should be concluding shortly. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs. Link in the description. Once again, we are involved with the online group heist game, Age Adventure, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corrupt corporation's HQ with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection. 
to celebrate the launch of Agent Venture Episode 2, Cyborg Island, for this last few days of the month of July, tickets for the first game, The Heist, are reduced to £10 or less. Check out the link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, past Jason. Porn. <laughs> we, were it. we were all thinking it. Yeah. Well, you said what message is from porn, and then you paused for a seemingly interminable amount of time, and you were like, ticking seven. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> it's what we like. It's, it's what the actress likes to call the bishop's mate. Remember when your dad used to just to play chess, and we just sat and played each other while he laughed because of how bad we were. Yes. <laughs> Jason's dad is actually like frighteningly good he, at chess. He, he is legitimately like he's not a chess master, but he's definitely some sort of you know chess expert. Mm. I just have never had the patience for it. No, we were rubbish. You can't really become a master at chess unless you like chess, because you have to play thousands of games to get there. Yeah. Mm. And if you don't really like chess, then... <clears throat> Speaking of things we like and don't like, it's time for us to, to, to return no! to the woods. the woods! The woods! Well, we like D&D, but we don't like the woods, so that's actually a decent segue. In today's episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have made their way south from the Panukiachin capital of Teope. Having returned the artifacts that were stolen from the Panuki by the quotation marks adventurer archaeologist, uh, Monsieur Belloc, the party received their blessing to take a jade key dating back to the age of the Cloudwalkers, the race of giants that it seems ruled over Eastern Sunder once upon a time. Having ventured into the Panukan forests in search of the ancient Dwar sorry, dwarven? No, the ancient uh, gigantic ruin, or I believe of Then, uh, you were told. Your party encountered um, a, a rather unfortunate individual, a dwarf uh, by the name of Helvi Helvischild, uh, who was a gunsmith revealed to apparently have been uh, part of the semi-voluntary kidnapping-abduction arrangement that was going on with, as far as the party you know, Gold Star Shipping, and uh, who, after being freed, it seems by none other than um, Mildred Millhill, had joined up with the, with the archaeologist Belloc 
for, well, essentially having nowhere else to go. While attempting to investigate the ruins said to be deeper in, Helvi was abandoned by the rest of the party when the hunt was called. It seems that those who venture too far into the forest, passing the obelisks, marked with a distinctive, uh, uh, well, distinctive crest of an oak leaf, crossed with, sorry, actually, of a fang or possibly uh, claw superimposed over an oak leaf. The, well, the denizens of the woods called the hunt on them. <clears throat> Helvi had successfully managed to make it past those uh, barriers, however the hunt itself had not uh, stopped. It seemed it was permitted to go after them, and since the party were being drawn south, beyond those boundaries anyway, they decided to take Helvi with them. Uh, partly because Helvi was honestly kind of interested in finding out what was, what was going on there. The party have now become embroiled in the hunt. They have faced off against the la the lady of the hunt. Uh, one, you learned from your guide, uh, Ordinone, uh, Senna Deniri, noted for her distinctive uh, pools of blood instead of eyes. Hmm. Oh, I'd forgotten that. Thank yep. you for the reminder. It's this, a look. You made you. Uh, you made you. You managed to uh, steal some objects from her house and then <laughs> set it on fire on your way out. <laughs> oh yeah, we did that. Before journeying further south, finding yourselves, but I believe, but a day or so now from where you were told the ruins of Them lie. Small side note, by the way. Uh, I completely forgot to mention it last episode, but Helvi is actually a community-made NPC from the Patreon. Oh! Uh, the party I voted on Yay. an NPC outside their usual uh, social boundaries being <laughs> hunted. Yeah, you can say that. Hmm. Oh, being hunted. Yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, so, I really love Helvi. I've been thinking about how adorable they are all week. Hmm. <laughs> so, having ventured south, you continued to hide for a time seeing more and more ruins of white stone, the remnants of what may once have been flourishing civilization, and even the foundations of long ago eroded and destroyed Achim circular huts. But eventually you slipped up. The horns of the hunt called, and many creatures began to surround you. Racing off to the side, having spent a, an illusion to conjure an image of yourselves walking into an obvious trap, you ran off until you found a great clearing around a massive tree. You think it's an oak, you're not sure? The tree is so wide that there is actually almost a gap in the otherwise perpetually overhead canopy. Um, where the branches spread out and above the trees all around. It actually allows a certain amount of light in, and unlike the quiet, dark rest of the thick trees uh, covered woods, there is actually greenery and life and grass and shrubbery and such within this uh, particular clearing. However, as you entered, 
you heard a, a terrible <laughs> and you turned to see a great bear a grizzly bear as far as you can tell twice the size of most Kodiak bears with golden fur gleaming in the light what appeared to be the uh, the golden bear Ita Talane whose tale you had heard previously. So, a little bit of context. You find yourselves, uh, I will say about 30 feet into a clearing. At the center of the clearing is the trunk of the great oak. I'm sorry I'm laughing. What? I've looked down at my notes and I've written Larry the Raccoon and I didn't know why. And it's from our game where we didn't have any spoons to play D&D and we just did something really stupid. Oh, right, yeah. So the next yeah. thing down from that is Tumblewank's the door cat. And, um, <laughs> we, we, played, just... we played a Cats-inspired uh, off-air one-shot because we were really tired before I had seen either the musical or the film. <laughs> and I just, I really couldn't remember what any of it meant for a few minutes. So I've been trying to decode it for the whole intro. Yeah. <laughs> I've just remembered. Yeah. Um, so please carry on with what you were saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, just, I've been smirking at you for ages and I wanted you to I, know why. I thought you were just really chuffed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so you, yes, uh, so you are about 30 feet into this clearing. It, uh, there is a great oak at the centre and there is about 60 foot radius of clearing around it before you uh, before you get into thick um just well foliage again uh, not foliage uh, trunks of trees woodland all of which is pretty much difficult to rain however emerging forth from the trees you see the golden bear itself about about 60 feet from you. Um, if you are at, for the purposes of this, because you're going south, we'll say that if you are at 12 o'clock, then the golden bear has come in at uh, 5 o'clock uh, from, from the clearing. So, like, from the southeast. Right. If you're coming down from the north. The bear... Is going so at this point, yeah, pretty much everyone roll initiative, please. Alrighty. And the tree is right in the middle. Yep. How far across is the tree, sorry? Uh, so the the tree itself is about five foot diameter. Cool. So actually, it's probably a bit thicker than that, but for the purposes of this, it's like 20, five, ten foot. Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-three. Oh. Um, nineteen. Wow. We get rolls from everyone. Look at us. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound like us. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it, is it? really doesn't. <laughs> okay, and I'll just roll for. Wow. Okay. Odinone and Helvi are also doing. Also rolled really well. Excellent. <laughs> I'll keep a note of their respective hit points. Okay. Um, the first thing that happens uh, before anything else, before it, before initiative can be rolled. The you watch as the bear opens her jaws and once again <laughs> lets out a terrible roar. He's so good at that. <laughs> the light coming in from above strikes her golden fur 
and the whole and the whole clearing just floods with golden light and you are struck by great by unimaginable terrible awe everyone roll Uh-oh. wisdom save please well everybody in this group is really good at wisdom so <laughs> oh oh it's bad oh it's 13? really bad uh, I can't imagine it's worse than mine. Seven. <laughs> Hit three. Oh! <laughs> Gordon? Uh, thirteen. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. We were counting on you. <laughs> Everyone except Odenone yeah. is a f- oh, has been struck with awe. <laughs> um, this is... You're not exactly afraid of her. You are awed by her. But as far as game effects can, are concerned... You are essentially frightened. So you have disadvantage on ability checks and attacks while uh, the golden bear is in sight, and you cannot willingly move closer to this uh, to uh, to her. You are sort of paralysed, like you you like you are just so awestruck by her appearance Mm -hmm. that you can't quite bring yourself to get any closer. Yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. What about um, casting spells on her? Uh, You did say her, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ita Talane is definitely a she there. Um, and there is actually nothing that stops you doing that, but uh, so, so long so, as you don't get near her. Yeah, if, the, if it does not rely on an attack or an ability check from you, cool. then all will not stop you. Mm. So if it's something that just requires um, her to make a check, that's different. Okay, uh, so that is the awe effect as a starter. Next up, it's Causin. You are All 60 right. feet from the bear. Alright. If I recognize this as, for want of a better term, a magical effect, I oh, am yeah. going to uh, oh, spend yeah. an action and cast protection from good and evil on myself. Okay. Nice. Which means that um, da, 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 I'm protected from uh, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Uh, but also, I cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Yep, this... And if I am already charmed, frightened, or possessed, I get advantage on any new saving throw against that relevant effect. Okay, that is worth knowing. Uh, Cool, 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 cool. And... Creatures of these types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. Worth noting for me as well. Awesome, okay. Uh, So that's going to be my main action. I'm going to move... Is there... um, is there any kind of uh, cover or terrain advantage? There I can is the huge here? central tree. Um, I will say that though that the tree has thick roots that spread out through the whole of this area, so they provide you because of your size, you can give yourself cover by sort of like you know taking a knee behind one. Also, land strides, so that's going to be um, a helpful thing. Yes, I am going to uh, try and take cover behind one of those. Yeah. Okay. So uh, against, cool. Against ranged attacks or attacks that are going to happen, uh, or attacks that happen over that cover, you have plus two armor class. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. Okay. So causing uh, you move and take some cover, uh, and at the end of your turn. You may uh, make another wisdom save with advantage because of protection from you. Yeah. Okay. And yes, you can All right, that is a twenty-two. Okay, uh, you manage to shake yourself out of just this abject awe of this creature. 
that's the point, actually. In the interest of fair play, by doing that move, am I, I'm not moving closer no, to the No, you are moving uh, laterally. Right, fine. Go. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, before, in which case, I think now then, after your move, the uh, Ita Talane is going to take her legendary action for the first Eep. round. <laughs> with another terrible... <laughs> These, um, uh, you can see as she roars, golden light bristles out of her, uh, out of her, um, her fur again. But also, it seems to be threaded through with just almost like shimmering waves of green, and you hear a sort of. <laughs> crackling, crunching, uh, creaking sound from all around you. And you watch as the edges of this clearing suddenly become ensnared in a wall of thorns that covers round all of the exits out of this clearing. It's as if just brambles, thickets, um, uh, uh, thickets and uh, sharp nettle-like plants just fill the way out. Okay, uh, that is that is the bear's den, Celestia. Um, can I still see the bear? Oh yeah, yeah. Bear still bear, bear is still where she is. Um, sixty feet away. Just gonna roll something to see how convincing I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's decent. Okay. Um, I'm gonna puff my chest out and just go. I've seen better. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled performance. It's a fucking dirty twenty. Yeah, I'll take that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you hold it together despite the ore. Just like, okay. Yeah, I just don't show it. Yeah. Like, do a little bang on the chest, and um, yeah, distant whispers from that. Okay. Uh... <laughs> and that is a wisdom save. Oh, and I meant to say I'm going to do it like third level because I think there's no point doing uh... any lower. Your wisdom is seventeen. Yeah. Okay, that saves. My wisdom isn't 17, but my, Sorry, so saves, is. my wisdom is definitely not <laughs> oh, your wisdom's definitely So not. they save, but they still take some they damage. They still take some damage. Three. Four. Sorry, I need all the d6s. Give me two sets. Uh, three, nine, 13, 19. Okay, 19 damage, halves to nine. Still, though, as you see the... Um, as you make this uh, this declaration, it's there's not an immediate obvious damage, but it seems as if you provoke Itatalane, who stand who does the thing bears do, where they kind of stand up on their hind legs to make themselves larger. And... Uh-oh. <laughs> Puffing back onto all fours, you seem to I... got into her a bit. Put my arms back, <laughs> back, and um, you all get eleven temporary hit points, and you can move if you fancy it. Excellent. Because <laughs> that feels like a good moment for that. You could, you probably, um, you probably heard that, but there was definitely a that was the, the lovely thing where you just like smack your chest with your hands. Yeah, and, like, push yeah, out I and definitely. There was a roar that. and a chest bang, yeah. and as the hands bang, the rainbow spirit goes <laughs> outwards. Is this our first encounter of the day? My notes are super messy. It is your first encounter of the day. 
Okay, so that is the current one, not yep. that one. My notes are a fucking yep. mess. Mine are a fucking mess because they're full of, like, the fate of scissor eggs, the scissor cat. Yes. <laughs> In the middle of, like, all my serious D&D notes, there's just this, like, page of shit that's, like, um, in the middle of them. Before this fight, the only spell that was expended was a major image from Celestia. Yes, I I've had got that down. down a, I've got from last time that I did a first level spell, so maybe I did a mage armor at some point. That you did, you sense. did a mage armor uh, uh, before coming. Yeah, so you got cool. mage armor on. Uh, at the end of your turn, Celestia, roll a wisdom save. <laughs> no, it's a nine. You are. You make you put on a good show, but you are still in awe. Oh yeah, if you're like bear. if you're like nearby, there's like a bead of sweat right <laughs> on the side of my face. <laughs> okay. But like, if you're far away, it looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Unless you want to move, you can move laterally, like uh, you. No. Cool. Yeah, actually, I'm going to say standing there like a moron. Oh, and of course, everyone got the opportunity to move their movements. They did. Yes. So, if anyone wants to, I know that um, yeah. Scamp's always a bit doesn't want to use up reactions. Um, yeah. But if anyone else um, does, I know I'm coming up, so I might move a bit. Oh, um, fair. Like yeah. just so we're unclumped. Yeah, yeah that's cool. fair enough. So you move off. Uh, 30 feet do you want to get uh are you going to kind of like go around so that you're still 60 feet away but kind of keep, yeah, keep us not, yeah because you can't get any closer yeah um cool you move off 30 feet that way so you're all moving like you're moving a little bit everyone's moving a little bit like like um like the hand of a clock mm. you're yeah. moving around but uh yeah i, really I, I just stay in the same place <laughs> yeah making eye contact with the bear like Causing, are you happy in your current uh, shelter yes cool Yes, I'm choosing not to move. But it is time for scamp. Okay, so I'm 60 feet away. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot and forgot to check the distance of this spell while I was doing that. Oh, it's low. It's more than that. Cool. Uh, I'm going to attempt slow because that feels sensible. Okay, here goes. <sighs> Natural 20, I'm afraid. You try, as you focus the uh, the spell, you feel it start uh, like coming together and the bear lifts up one paw and just slashes with it, and the spell comes apart at the seams. As it does so, by the way, Celestia and Corzin, you see flares of golden spirit energy coming from the, uh, from, uh, from Ooh, the bear okay. paws. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. Um, I will also quicken a frostbite, because why not? Concept? <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, she's a bear. She saves. Yeah, no, no she might. No, no, worth trying. Why um, not? <laughs> that one's no damage on save, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a cantrip. Cool. Just, I can't cope with looking down at my page every 30 seconds and it's saying something like Rumblecock, the gatekeeper. Like, I, just, I don't know how to deal with this thing. You need a new page. I really do. You really need a new page. But I've got all my notes on how many spells I've got today on this page. I'm just going to cover it with something. Just cover it up, yeah. (laughs) Rumblecock the gatekeeper cat is not part of this fight. (laughs) So not appearing in this encounter. I really hope not. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope not. Well, you don't know what their second round legendary action will be. (laughs) It might be to summon Rumblecock the gatekeeper cat. Um, (laughs) Right. Wow. Uh, do you have any other actions, Scamp? Uh, no, nothing else I can do. Okay, do you want to continue um, moving in this little crab uh, crab movement? No, as long, uh, now cool. I'm separated out from cool. everyone, I'm good. Um, then roll wisdom. Oh, is it even worth doing? Oh, it's a six! <laughs> hey! <laughs> you are still in awe 
of the Golden Bell. God, you're rolling even worse than I am on wisdom. Jesus. Okay. Um... <laughs> I think my wisdom's worse than yours. <laughs> it is, actually, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah took a little it's bit terrible. At some point. Odin Nona is going to pull back towards the far edge near the Wall of Thorns. Um, and they are going to f- raise and shoot their bow. Just quickly get the stats I'm using for Odnone up. Okay. So, and okay, they fire a shot uh, with one of their standard iron arrows. It strikes the bear's fur and just bounces off. It's so thick. Okay. Uh, Helvi is going to follow Corzin's example. Uh, and find a nearby thick route to shelter behind. Because they are a dwarf, uh, they are also about, with, crouching down, about able to manage this. Uh, they are going to do their weird double musket shot trick. With very little effect. <laughs> One misses entirely, another <laughs> catches in the fur and just falls off. I just remember Jeffrey exists and <laughs> rolled a wisdom save for Jeffrey, which was a one. So I think Jeffrey's probably staying in my backpack. Jeffrey stays. Yeah, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey feels outclassed on this particular occasion. <laughs> pops yeah, his head out and pops it back like in. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, the that makes it time then for Ita Talane, the Golden Bear. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, you're um, two targets who've shown an ability to potentially be effective. I think for personal reasons, Ita Talane is going to go for Celestia. <laughs> I am a dick, that's reason. <laughs> yeah, Why am I like this? It's... I have the least hit points out of anyone. Uh, yep. <laughs> Okay, you are, yeah, you're all a good 25 feet or so apart, or 25 or 30 feet apart. Um, so, and you stayed in, pl- yeah, so Celestia stayed in place, Helvi hid there, cool. Uh, all right, the golden bear <laughs> begins bounding towards you, charging, um, dashing is a bonus action, and because they are rushing you, Celestia, their first attack is with advantage. Uh, okay. Oh, is that a thing they can do? Got to remember that. Okay. Oh, so, no. Uh, Always nice things to hear from Okay, well, that was that first attack uh, was a uh, was very much a natural 20. Uh, oh, um, no. I'm going to die. So that's the paw. Uh, let's just get the actual appropriate dice out here. So as one of Itatalane's paws strikes you, uh, fortunately they rolled a three on the dice. Ooh. So as one's to double, it could be worse. You only take 12 damage as okay. you are beaten backwards by the attack. The second uh, paw comes down. Uh, that is a 15. Um, no, actually, okay. that and doesn't hit. Managed to duck out of the way. The claws flip the bird while I do it. Striking uh-huh. along the dragon skin. However, um, the uh, she then just opens her jaws and <laughs> bites down. Uh, 
you do manage to pull away before she can actually just take your head off. Um, but her jaws do scrape through parts of your... Uh, as you're moving, your coat kind of flips to the side and part of her... Uh, uh, one, some of her teeth scrape down along your... Uh, just like the upper part of your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, like the front of my chest. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh, so you take 14 more damage. Cool. Okay. Um, that is the end of the round uh, because Ita Tilane rolled a three. Okay, top of the round is Corzin. Uh, Corzin, you are now... Ita Talane is next to Celestia, so you are now 25 feet from, uh, uh, from Ita Talane. Right. Uh, I am going to spend a bonus action mm -hmm. to uh, cast Ensnaring Strike. And actually, if I'm 25 feet, I can just get in range with the pistols. Yes, you can. So, um, uh, I am going to pop up from my uh, my hiding place and say, "Yeah, two can play at that game." <laughs> okay, the first one is an eighteen to hit. Yes, that does actually hit. All right, uh, I need them to make a strength saving throw. Is it a large or larger creature? It is. It is a huge creature. She is oh, a huge okay. creature. Uh, advantage, does... then. Oh, advantage. <sighs> okay, yeah. Um, pretty. DC 15. Yeah. With advantage, she makes it. I'm sorry, the first Dang one was it. a natural one, but... The, 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 the octopus... Curse my uh, worship of fair play. <laughs> no, the octopus yeah. streams out and starts trying to entangle her. And she looks up straight at the octopus and back pours it away. Oh. The octopus no, you shouldn't have done did that. Uh, however, you do deal damage. Okay. Um, right, I'll just roll that. That is uh, nine percussive damage. Cool. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Would loading the shot of souls be the same as loading any other uh, form yes, of uh, ammunition? Okay, second one's going to be the shot of souls then. Okay. I can't remember if this even. Uh, whether this is an attack or an ability check. That is a 25 to hit. Okay, um, that hits. So. Right, so on top of the just the regular damage, which mm -hmm. I'll roll first. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, she needs to make a. Uh, Con save DC 15 once again. The percussive damage is uh, oh 12. Yes, yes 12. Okay. No, so sorry, uh, I'm reading that wrong. That was upside down. That's uh, 13. Uh, 15. 15 percussive damage. Okay. Yeah. So one moment. Cool. Scamp, you are getting one of those little tinglings in your gut that something significant has a 50% chance of happening if you yep. if you will it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's a two. Ah. So that would top it down to... Oh, no, no, sorry. I was wrong. It was 75% chance. That is enough. Hey. <laughs> I, did, oh, yes. I did my math wrong. So that, that is enough to drop her con save to 14. Right, so um, that's three, all three, four D6 necrotic damage then. Cool. Um, 
I remember from, I believe I remember how this works as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just the target, is it? It does area damage. Uh, I don't have that on the uh, the write-up I have for it. Do, but, I, do you not? Uh, okay, if I didn't write that on the write-up, then uh, I will assume that di- that does not... Hold up, I got the base item. That I'm yeah, on. do double-check that, because I, I, I have a it, shorthand version of it. I couldn't remember if it worked like... If I'd uh, made it to work a bit like uh, Fireball or not. Yeah, I thought... Mm-hmm. What are Helvi and Ordinone doing? Have they done anything? Uh, they have. Helvi yeah. uh, is Helvi is oh. kneeling behind a, a root and trying to shoot. Ah, they uh, missed. Ordinone is also yeah. trying to shoot. Yeah, fair. Uh, so this was the H I. There we go. Yes, it no, it's just plus. Yeah, there is not an. There is. It is an area effect. There is an area effect. It's a twenty foot radius. Uh, one. So I also need Celestia, I think, Sorry. Uh, to make uh, to make a uh, con save as well. <laughs> I mean, Corson wouldn't necessarily know Sorry, this, so I'm gonna stick with that yeah. as a, uh, a choice. But I'm so fine. St- yes, okay. yes. Helvi <laughs> has pretty good constitution as a dwarf. Okay, uh, so roll damage. Right, I did roll the damage. The damage is uh, middling, but it's uh, 11 necrotic damage. Okay, so uh, Celestia, you take 5 damage as as the shot strikes, there is a blast of strange shadowy essence that bursts out of the shot. And it's as if you can see almost the faint essence of grasping hands and mouths. Uh, they try and claw at you. You pull away, but you feel a little bit of your uh, of, of your life drained out of you. Uh, the same Helvi gets uh, gets grabbed on the arm by one of these ephemeral hands, and as they pull away, they leave like a white, pale marking. However, they burst and just turn inwards on the golden bear. Uh, who you notice is particularly um, uh, particularly injured by this as the oh, uh, as the okay. dark as the dark force begins swirling around. It seems to cause the golden light that they are producing to dim, and they have to fight again uh, and struggle against Ooh, okay. it. So they appear to be vulnerable to necrotic damage. Uh, Fun. Okay. So goes, seeing... What was that, you little bastard? <laughs> Corson uh, seeing this is going to go, oh bugger, <laughs> and um, is going to uh, use his last shot with. Actually, no, no, he's um, he's already uh, done the bonus action, so that's yeah. it. That's his uh, turn done. Uh, just roll me a luck check, Corson. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. The shot uh, as as the bear as the bear moves next. The shot. Uh, because of the muscular motion, comes out of the wound and drops to the ground. All right, actually, can I use my movements then to get up into melee? Yes, you can. Okay. You scrabble right up next to them. Come on, let's be having you. How tall is this thing? Um, right. (laughs) Huge. Yeah, if it's... 
stood up. <laughs> Magic bear. If, yeah. if she stood up on her hind legs, and she has, she'd be about 20 feet tall. Oh, my God. Okay, so 10 corsons high. Yeah, yeah. almost 10 right. corsons. Yeah, right now, you know, on, on all fours, she's about six corsons high. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking this is a just a, a hysterical um, s- scale differential here. Mm. And you're talking to her like it's closing time at the pub, and she's a bit rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the down player. Come on, let's be having you. <laughs> he holsters on, his pistols and takes time. his swords out. <laughs> None of your nonsense tonight. Yeah. I love him so much. Now give me Ooh. your keys. Come on. You're not driving like that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anything, uh, sorry, third attack. No, I, I couldn't do the third attack because oh, yeah. I used a bonus action to cast in Snaring Strike, but it didn't work. Yes, you did. Yeah, so you move up next uh, next turn. Yeah. Great. Okay, um, so that makes it... That makes it Celestia's go, I'm going to say. Okay. Are you sure? Just deciding whether it's, whether it's the time. Reaction time. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. not. Um, so having seen that the bear doesn't like dead shit, mm. um, <laughs> Celestia's going to go, oh, I didn't like that, did you? And she's going to strike one of the tree roots with her guitar. Mm. <laughs> the uh, rainbow spirit comes up like a whip and smacks down to mm. the floor um, rainbow cracks go out from where it lands so that it's like mm. more tree roots but in rainbows and crossing over um, and a more do a destructive wave with necrotic damage as the damage because yeah. nice. you can pick radiant or necrotic and my instinct is usually radiant with Celestia okay. but if she knows it's, it's a, a constitution save based? yes okay and what's your save DC? 17 <laughs> That is a failure. Hey! Ooh! Amazing. Going surprisingly well for you. Okay, mm. um, so I'm going to do 5d6 thunder first. Mm-hmm. Um, so 8, 11, 12, uh, 14 thunder. Okay. And, uh, oh, that one's not bad actually. So 6, 12, 16, 18 necrotic. <sighs> So that becomes 50 damage total. <laughs> as the uh, as you strike down the uh, the rainbow this time isn't a rainbow. It's black jagged cracks, faintly hued in purple that seem look they're like they're just splitting reality as they go. Like the same thing that it did with the gish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like just carving it's like you're it's like you're splintering the glass through which you're viewing the world. Uh, and as they pass through the bear and through the tree roots, essentially, um, and up the tree, it leaves huge, just gaping gashes. Um, the bear it has several as the, as the blackness fades, has several wounds now from which are they are just just bleeding regular old blood. Uh, they're still standing by virtue of how friggin' massive they are. Mm. And as a reaction to you doing that, they and smack the ground with one paw. Uh, uh, With that, I'm going to roll this as an attack. You 
duck out. You feel a rumbling below you and you duck out of the way just in time to avoid a bunch of the tree roots spearing up out of the ground and trying to ensnare you. Oh, fun. Yeah, they rolled a one on that natural <laughs> on that attack. Uh, that was shit. Hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> Anything else? Um, yeah. I'm going to turn to Corzin, who's just talked like, talk for bear like a drunkard in the pub, and just go, only a fucking bear, innit? And you get inspiration. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Okay. Oh, do I get a save to see if I'm still all. You do! Yeah, I've not moved closer, by the no, way. No. I'm just lying. That's yeah. all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 14. <laughs> still freaked out, definitely. Cool. You're. Yeah, like you're you're kind of finding some hope here, but you're not a, you're not gone yet. Yeah, I'm also still rolling for how good the act is. It's still mm. good. Still good. Like, yeah. whew. I'm rolling performance. It's actually looking quite positive. Mm. At which point, Italitane <laughs> pounds down both uh, paws and <laughs> and begins to flare with just waves and waves of golden light. Um, It is actually momentarily blinding, and as the light passes and fades, you can see either side of her are two ghostly forms of female Achin. They seem to be composed of golden light um, in, in a way that's that doesn't really show any colour, but they are dressed in a manner similar to Telesonero, that of high-ranking dream speakers. Okay. So. Let's... Cool. Uh, So I'm just going to roll them in. Okay. So at that point... um, that means that because the initiative they rolled, uh, next up is Sula Tenone. Uh, so, one of the two golden Achim uh, is going to turn to. Who's been causing the most trouble? Honestly, at this point, probably. The bear. Probably yeah. the pair of you. Uh, <laughs> and they rain, hold out a hand and forming from light is what appears to be some sort of staff wreathed in vines they raise it up and strike the ground and immediately <laughs> a burst of golden light emerges all around them catching calls him Celestia and uh, not Helvi. Helvi managed to get out of the way. Yay. We're in the blast. So I would like each of you to roll a. So I'd like uh, Causin and Celestia to roll a constitution save, please. (laughs) Okay. I'm so good at con. I'm going to add my inspiration to that. 11. (laughs) See enough. Okay, that is... 18. Okay. Um, 
constitution. I think that the inspiration that made the difference. Is there. enough. Uh, cool. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I love when inspiration actually makes a difference. Oh, it really. Oh did. yeah. Um, however, 18. it's it's not enough for Celestia. Uh, so let's roll these. One, two, three. Okay. So you take eight. Okay. Causing, you take ten points of radiant damage. Celestia, okay. you take twenty. Oh, as you are blasted Just about. <laughs> with um, radiant uh, with terrible golden light. Um it's actually it feels great at first. It feels like you're just over like like a rush of energy. And then thorns start bursting out of your flesh and greenery and vines. The wounds you've already received just begin to start growing over with moss and lichen and you are in, and it is agonizingly painful. Mm, but I just rolled a 30 on my performance check so most of that's hidden. Oh yeah, you are, you are clamping this shit right down. <laughs> I, like, hardly move. I just stare. <laughs> it's really unnerving. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it was my instinct to pretend it was fine, so I just uh, rolled yeah. to see how good I pretended. It's pretty good. <laughs> As it turns out, yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, mm. That makes it scamp. Uh-oh. Okay. How close are these figures to the bear? Uh, at the moment, they are both right next to the bear. And would it be possible to catch them in a, a spell, all three of them in a spell, without hitting Corzin and Celestia? No. If I aimed it right. No. Or is they. No. Corzin is on one side, Celestia is on the other side. They are either side of the bear. <sighs> is the problem so yeah. if you if it was a lightning bolt and you're in the right no, position yes i don't have that one but everything circles oh well another time i will i'll cast something i don't often cast i will cast hex on the bear okay you fo you draw on the power of uh lux Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. And dark thorns begin, or, or just begin sprouting, or like just like chains of thorns begin sprouting around the bear's exterior. Oi, lady! If you if you like someone who doesn't like you, just get over it. It's creepy otherwise. Um, roll, roll a persuasion check with disadvantage since you decided to insult them while giving them relationship advice. Uh, that's a twelve. Um, what is this? Talani is not presently in the mood for your particular brand of relationship advice. Um, it's it's perhaps. Is Talani a fuckboy? You, you consider that perhaps that perhaps that I mean, she she murdered the person she was in love with. Yeah, she's kind because, of a fuckboy, like. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, like you. Weirdly, you can roll an insight check, though. Oh, um, nineteen. You can, however, tell something about that. The way that uh, the way that particular rule came out, that got to her. Yeah. Hmm. Can I roll to see if I saw that? 
Yeah, roll an insight check as well. Seventeen, actually more. Yeah, no, like... you, you, yeah, yeah, you can tell that that struck home. Interesting. Uh, apparently, yeah, apparently it is a sore spot. If okay. you really uh, loved her, scan. you'd let her go. <laughs> You've made your attempt at, persu- uh, at yeah, persuading no, the bear I'm, to stand I'm down just, this round. I'm just digging. I'm just trying to make it worse now. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, you're just but... adding salt to the wound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I am going to go full warlock and cast Eldritch Blast. Okay, go nice. for it. Nice. With disadvantage, because I'm still in awe. Which uh, is so many dice. Uh, first one's a 19 to hit. Does hit. Oh, second one is... Oh, 18 to hit. Also hits. Um, 14 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, so... Let me just double check how Hex works. Is it every as time two I hit of the As two of the blasts strike the bear, the each time the chain of black thorns just tightens a little yeah. bit, cutting oh. into, the, into the bear's hide. So... I get to do necrotic damage with my Hex. The bear walks, growls uh, so in pain. The first one is two force damage, three necrotic. Okay. And second one, it, oh, boring, one force damage, one necrotic. Ugh. Okay, damage. Um, I'm gonna. It also gets disadvantage on an ability check. Yep. Um, what ability would you say it is to resist having hurt feelings? Uh, I would say that would maybe wisdom. wisdom or it was either going to be wisdom or charisma. Say. I think maybe I would give that one. I might give that one charisma. Mm. I'll say I'll give a disadvantage on charisma checks. Then. Okay. I will. I will allow that. What check do you need to avoid having hurt feelings? Is an adorable <laughs> question, and I. Just I'm going to say this, this relies on your sense of self to a degree. Mm, in, the, in this particular case, it's how self-absorbed are you? <laughs> Hmm. I mean, this bear's pretty self-centered. If your yeah, response yeah. to being rejected is murder, that's that's pretty self-centered. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty self-centered, I would say. Scam, calls an insolestia, casually dissecting revenge tragedies. <laughs> okay, um, is that the end of your ghost camp? Uh, yes. I don't roll, need to move anywhere. Roll oh, wisdom. wisdom so. 10. Okay. Uh, Double figures. Okay. Uh, Odenone is going to fire a couple of shots. Uh, both miss. And unfortunately, the same. Oh, no, no. One of Helvi's shots does strike. So they deal some damage as well. Cool. Okay. Uh, that makes it. Uh, that makes it. Malatari's go. So it is. T- so the other Achin, Dream Speaker, glides away from uh, from the bear toward just past the central tree, putting themselves thirty feet uh, away from them, and is going to f- turn on a uh, turn to you, Scamp, Uh-oh. and they take one arm and gesture, a sort of sweeping motion. 
Corsum and Celestia, only you see what actually happens as a, from the trees around a f flurry of forest spirits onto the call and swoop down, um, attacking Scamp, it seems, with small ethereal claws, beaks, um, just slapping them with tape with little lizard tails, things like that. And Scamp, it feels like uh, a bunch of invisible f uh, uh, attackers just begins swarming and smacking all around you. Ow. So this one is going to be one, two, three. What's your armor class at the moment? Uh, 15. Yeah, all three of those hit. So you take a stupid quantity of damage. Oh, good. Just hit HP minus stupid. <laughs> um, Excellent. That leaves me on worrying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, eight. Cool boy, you take forty points of spirit uh, of, of damage from a swarm of spirits fucking you up. Ooh. Wow, you still up? Uh, yeah, I was at full hit points. Ah, plus plus the um whatever the yeah. temporary ones. ones. Temporary. Yeah. There we go. I have words. Helvi and Odenone have no idea. Have as much idea of what happened to Scamp, but Scamp just like is battered about, smacked by invisible winds, and just. A whole bunch of like small cuts and bruises appear all over them. Concentration save is um, half uh, the damage, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to do it, uh, do you want to do that as three saves versus ten, or one save versus twenty? Uh, I just rolled it, so I'd rather do the one versus twenty. Okay, if fair that's enough. allowed, because I rolled a twenty-two. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. You managed to hold it together. <laughs> In spite um, of that. Well done. And can I hellish rebuke that? Yes, it came you from an individual, can. Isn't it? You can. Lovely. Uh, what Ow. Um, so that's a dex save. And 14 fire damage. Not great. Okay. Of they make that save, so they take seven. However, um, as the flames... <laughs> roar up around them, uh, you do pardon, you do notice that the fire does seem to weaken them. Their form becomes more broken up, less coherent. Okay. Uh, it's as if they, they seem to sh they, they grow, they're, they're, the golden outlines to them grow a little bit fainter. Okay. Now, now it is Eta Talane. Ita Talane beginning to shiver and shudder with uh, with just the injuries, the wounds that she's suffered, but also with a bristling of golden light, focuses power in and lets out, and instead of making a series of attacks, is going to let out, you guessed it, a roar. <laughs> um, this time, as they roar, it's like when the uh, when the Achines struck the floor, but more intense. A burst of golden light comes out of them, and it's as if it, and the light is like knives slashing across your flesh. 
Corzin and Celestia both oh, make constitution saves. Just go and go well. Ooh, that's a whole three. Mm, that's a uh, 13. Cool. Three. Oh yeah, neither of you make that. Uh, yeah. I need d8s for this one. One, two, three. Where is my nice d8? There we go. Okay, so let's add these up. Ten. Decidedly Too worse many than ten. dice. Is it more than twelve? Yes. Yeah, I'm down. Keep, go, keep noting that, however. So it becomes 12. It was 12 before. There it's 10. 22. 5. Let me know what the total is. Yeah. Okay, what's your total hit points, Celestia? Uh, 63. You're fine then, but you do both take 47 points of radiant damage. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, dead, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's as if this is almost as if Ita Talani is responding to, oh, oh, I'm not, I'm not something to take seriously, am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, I regret nothing. Um. <laughs> However, you, uh, Celestia, just roll, roll a performance check with disadvantage because you are, because, because you are being knocked unconscious. Performance, 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 just to see. You've been holding your call this whole time. Um, I'm in. Come at me, bitch. Yeah. Um, twenty-four. Yeah. Even, even as, even as Celestia, like Celestia, at this moment, seeing the bear about to roll, just like, the, she just folds her arms in like this very self-satisfied manner. <laughs> and as the roar happens, you see it's more like a um, come at me gesture. Yeah, like a come up. You do a come at me gesture. Rather and as this happens, you are just like thrown <laughs> about ten feet away into the tree. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for the sake of drama, we're going to say that <laughs> into the central tree, which is where you now are, um, and just like like whole sections of your flesh burnt, slashed, torn open, um, and just vines, green life, thorns growing out of them. You look halfway to becoming an ent. Wow, hmm. that's bad. <laughs> the same is happening to Corzin. Brambles are just growing out of your flesh. Oh, that would hurt. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. agonizing. And, uh, yeah, um, I think, having dispatched them, uh, yep, uh, Ita Talani is going to stay with Corzin for this one. So, uh, Corzin, top of the round. Okay, bonus action, going to use Slayer's Prey. Yep. Uh, and I am going to, they're, like, Still right in front of me, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, you, and you have their full attention. Right. I am going to attempt to slash at both of their um, uh, forelegs. Okay. So first one. That is a oh twenty-seven to hit. That hits. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is. Uh, 11 slashing damage plus yep uh, another one for the Slayer's Prey and then uh, 23 to hit Ooh, that hits as well right for 
9 slashing damage plus a further 2, so 11 total for that one. Okay, another 11. You are, you, you carve into, um, into Itilatane. As the strikes uh, cut into them, you see they are now bleeding freely. Any lesser creature, by all rights, actually, with the, with the damage you're inflicting, this creature should be dead. But golden light seems to be just searing out of the wounds, keeping her alive through sheer, sheer spite or rage. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, I think that is all, unless, actually, mm-hmm. is, um, is Celestia still adjacent? No, Celestia has been thrown into a tree. Ah, so okay. it's no. now about um, about 15 feet away. No, I can't get to her without um, taking an opportunity attack. All right, no, I'm Fair. I'm going to interpose myself between mm. uh, her and it, but that's about as much as I can do. The as as her legendary action, Ita Talane is going to let loose another roar. <laughs> this one is more pained, and there's there's a strange tombra of almost guilt to it but they are going to just maul you as their third legendary action uh, they just take they just to take full multi-attack on you okay i hate her. Um, <laughs> i don't have any advantage because i'm small relative to them do i <laughs> um i will say that you can that there's enough roots around you could have taken cover so i'll give you two to your armor class fair um, I would do that. That's yeah. just a logical thing. That's fine. Uh, so what's your current AC? Well, with cover, it's 19. Okay, that saves you from the bite. However, Come. the two paws smash down on you, even as they, even as she tries to bite your skull off, but is uh, but catches her head on the thick roots. Uh, so you take... Uh, 29 points of slashing damage. 29 from points two different attacks. Are you con- concentrating on anything? I don't think you are. Uh, no. No, Slayer's Prey doesn't require concentration. Yeah, no. Cool. Okay, 29. Causen uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, will spit out some blood and say, That all you got? <laughs> what is wrong with all of this? <laughs> 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 it's like a look of confusion in the bear's <laughs> eyes. I mean, that was a solid hit. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Celestia, roll the death saving throw. Yep. Uh, okay, it's a success. Easy. Okay. Yeah, 17. Okay. The vines continue... The vines out of um, Celestia's body continue to, like, just bulge in place, but, but uh, she doesn't seem any closer to death. Okay. Uh, this time, I think they're going to be. I think. That, I think. I think she would pr- try and protect her. Um, the the first of the two Achin, uh, Sula Tanone, is going to step away from the bear. Actually, now nah, she's not even going to do that. She's going to st- walk up towards Corzin and try and plunge uh, 
both of her hands through his chest. Still uh, undercover. Cool. Okay. Uh, she swipes down with one hand. You pull away, uh, but she manages to get one into your chest and a second, a moment, and, and the other one down with a third attack a moment later. <laughs> um, you are going to take some damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not as bad as it could be. Um, <clears throat> you take 20 points of radiant damage as you okay. feel your chest burst with life and the forms already growing out of you just grow thicker. Uh, the vines start sprouting up out of your flesh. Okay. But you're still standing because you're causing yeah, fucking causing is, voice. is really fighting the urge to scream here. Okay, um, that makes it Scampska. So here's the thing. Um, do I know which one of these two Achin is the one that she, the bear was in love with? Is there a way of knowing? Um, roll an insight check. Ooh. 23. You've <laughs> noticed the bear does, does seem to look at the two Achin when they are acting, and they look with rage at the second one uh, who I've just arbitrarily referred to as uh, Melitari um, and you see them look with deep regret at the first one the one who just stuck their hands into Corzin's chest Uh. the one that they they seem seem enraged by is the one you've already injured okay so here's the thing right if you actually love someone (laughs) then if they find someone who makes them happy, you're happy for them. You let them go. Celestia is the most immature person I've ever met, and she knows that. What you're feeling is not love, that is obsession, and it is unhealthy. And I'm going to throw a few more... Um, <laughs> what do you call us? <laughs> Eldritch <dying>. Blasts. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, like is, your, uh, like, is your aim to talk the bear down, or are you just adding salt to a wound here? Um... I'm trying to make the bear realise just how wrong they're doing I think that is an action. You can cast a spell as a bonus action. I will quicken um, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast, though. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Roll a... Yeah, that hit them close to the bone. Uh, Roll (laughs) a persuasion check. You give them disadvantage on charisma. Um... I'm gonna tides it just to see Dude. what happens. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not great at those. Oh, eleven. Well, eleven wasn't great, but that disadvantage. Whew. Um, they rolled a natural twenty, and a natural two, <laughs> and you still just got more than them. <laughs> but this is a charismatic pet. This is charismatic. Gold. <laughs> they're like they're shining gold. Yeah. Or is its whole yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the uh, as you but as you say these words, you see the bear <sighs> seems to shrink down a little. Just let her go. Um, roll three d ten for me. Oh, keep bashing my bloody microphone. Uh, <laughs> um, ooh, eighteen. You deal 18 points of emotional damage to the bear. 
Legitimately, I'm keeping track of this. Wow, that's fun. <laughs> okay, new stuff. And then I'm going to quicken an Eldritch Blast. And then you're going to deal some real damage to the bear. Uh, but they're still at disadvantage. Yep. Oh no, that's a one. The first one. Uh, roll, just roll a straight attack roll, please. Uh, that is a 28. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Um, to hit. 28 to hit. Okay, you hit Corzin with the first one. Yeah. Oh, three. No. It's three force damage. Okay. It's not terrible. Okay. <laughs> second one is a 23 to hit. That one does hit. Yeah, you oh. got a bruised shoulder. Third one is only a 15 to hit. That one does so just... not. It strikes the same route that Corzin is hiding by. Just three so, force damage then. Yeah, and another three for the bear, and five necrotic damage. Thirteen total. Okay, gets them down to that. The bear <laughs> seems conflicted, enraged, confused. Um, okay, that makes it Adnone and Helvi. Might actually work all for Helvi. Hey, Helvi finally managed to overcome managed to overcome their all last turn. Oh, uh, uh, or, or, oh, roll or eight. Like you are still like you still find it hard to really focus on this <laughs> to, to, to stare directly at the bear. Um, okay, Arnone. Oh my Arnone wisdom. Okay, I think they're gonna pile this onto it. Whew, okay. So Odenone does like friggin' a ton of damage. Yes, Odenone. Um, yeah. You see Odenone strike the bear straight in the chest, and you hear a sort of <laughs> come from it. What might in a lesser creature be well a mortal wound, but they are <sighs> they are sagging. They are barely holding it together, and yeah. they. Barely. They they can't bear with this any longer, <laughs> um, and they're gonna bear down and see it. Uh, no, they're not. They're, ah! they're done. You see them turn to the. Uh, they they look to um, the uh, t- to Malatari, the other Chin spirit. Give them a sort of, and the spirit. <laughs> flickers in an instant over to you, Scamp, and is going to do the same plunge their hands into your chest trick. Oh, well, lovely. I hate you. They coldly regard you uh, and give a glance of... It's hard to say exactly um, disdain towards the bear, but they still follow her orders. And consequently, slam their hands into your chest. Um, So you take. Okay, didn't roll too badly. Uh, What's your hit points? Uh, I am at 52. Oh, you're fine. Well, you're not fine. Uh, (laughs) No. Those temporary hit points really helped her. Good. Oh, yeah. You do still take um, 37 points of damage oh. <laughs> as the uh, uh, as v- greenery starts bursting from your wounds. 
But they pull their arms out, and the bear is going to use their action to disengage from Corzin and mm-hmm. turn and start bounding towards the the thorn wall, which parts. Where are you going? And they bound through and beyond. Several strands of their fur catch on the thorns, leaving just like a, uh, like a. It's like you know when sheep just wander past um, yeah. uh, uh, thickets and leave just like a whole strew or uh, golden fleece style. Uh, not golden fleece style. It's one of the one, one of the good ones anyway. Um, behind the wall starts to close after her. Uh, as they bound past, you see the two the two sp- uh, ghostly figures, one looking distant, remorseful, but but it's a complex image. The other just looking spiteful and angry, fade into a pair of little golden sparks that float down into the just merge into the tree. So they don't go with her. As far as you can tell, the bearer is running. Um, She is 80 feet away at the end of her round. Corzin, you can see as the thorn thorn wall is closing, the uh, the fleeing bear 80 feet away, but you can also see Celestia behind you, just thorns and greenery growing with increasing intensity out of her injuries. Okay. All right. What do you want to do? I am going to, as a bonus action, cast Hunter's Mark on it. I am then going to run in the opposite direction and help Celestia. Okay. (laughs) You chase over to... You run over to Celestia. I'm going to use an action to um, use my healer's kit to stabilize her and hopefully get her some uh, some hit points. it, It is as much medicine as it is topiary. Just carefully what? cutting out the most invasive. <laughs> uh, we need some bloody secateurs here. <laughs> oh, uh, why did we sell oh. those gardening tools? <laughs> oh, no. You did as well. We need mithril gardening tools right now. Yeah, that would be really helpful. Well, I mean, Corson's probably going to have to um, like uh, sh- shave a bunch of like twigs off his oh, own yeah. body in order to oh, yeah. do this properly. Um, but, it seems though you do feel causing with the with the bear leaving the intensity of the growth is stu- is is slowing down and stopping out of the uh, out of the plants that are growing out of your own body but you are able to stabilize Celestia. Uh, All right, Celestia, you're, you're at zero hit points. Mm-hmm. Um, scam. But I'm not bleeding. You're not bleeding out anymore. Yeah. Anything you want to do? Uh, I'm going to get me a magic stick out and cast aid. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets five hit points. Fifth. <laughs> Added to their maximum as well. Oh, perfect! Yeah, you just you feel a rush of life, which is what bring you back to consciousness, Celestia. Ow! Fuck balls! Shit! Why am I stuck in a tree? This is horrible. Ugh, where's the bear? It, it does. Things that way, but we got it, them on the run. It does actually feel like you can, like the thorns and brambles, were trying to bind you to the tree. Ugh. Um. Right, let's get you away from this. Come on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I pointed out that the bard who was so emotionally stunted they couldn't show pain during the fight was more mature than the bear and it ran away. 
Oh, so you were like, <laughs> look how much of a little shit this person is. You're worse. Odinone yeah. and nice. Alvi both take parting shots to the departing bear, but on the bear's turn... Do I get a parting shot? I don't, do I? You're, you spend your turn in conscious. Yeah, uh, The walls seal shut, and the bear, the golden bear, departs. For the next hour, I have advantage in tracking it down. <laughs> yeah. It's a moment of... Do we want to, really? Relief. <laughs> Okay, you are alone. And for the moment at least, the Wall of Thorns is actually providing some surprisingly good cover from the hunt. Oh yeah. Oh. Yes, I'm not sure I ever wanted to know what thorns growing out of my skin felt like. Anyone else feeling this emotion also? This was yeah. not something I ever felt the need to experience, no. Oh. Odinode, thank you for telling us the story about the bear before. That seems... That came in handy. I am so sorry. <sighs> he is just looking in horror at the three of you. Odinone and, and Helvi, being relatively non-threatening opponents, got very little injury. Helvi does have some injuries and does have some vines growing out. It's like, ooh, this seems to be quite a lot, um... Um, ooh, um, <laughs> just like, we'll just have a, a little sit down. Patch of moss growing out of their forearm. Cestia's like reaching down her top and like, oh, like pulling thorns out and going, What are you sorry for, Ordinary? Well, I'm not sorry <laughs> for. You didn't do it. I am. Ooh, ow. <laughs> ow. So <sighs> you, you talked to it about its feelings and it ran away. That's what I missed. Yeah, I told it about how you if you love someone you you don't cause them pain and you be happy for them. I'm somewhere between complimented that you use me as an example and horribly insulted <laughs> that you were like, Look how stupid this bitch is, you're worse. <laughs> it was more a she knows how to treat people properly. Do better. I'd give you a hug, but you'd get spiked. But yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, spend some time just getting rid of all these bloody things. It's going to take a while. <laughs> let's have a little rest. does um, not look like the thorns are going away. Perhaps we uh, we'll, can. We'll get through them. Okay. You, If you wish, you can indeed take a... Please. <laughs> take a My short God. rest. Like, I just, I need so many hit dice. Such can a I have a little look around the tree while we do? You can give And me... yes, I'm going to roll so many for hit dice, Jesus. Give me an investigation check. Oh no. Three. <laughs> you... Yeah, I'm going to roll hit dice as well. Looking around, um, it appears to be a very old, very large tree. Um, there are... <clears throat> Yeah, there, there there are some there are some massive gaps in the wood at the moment where Celestia's uh, cracks in reality lightning carved into it, uh, which see are now generously leaking sap, like not not like gushing out like blood, just just like a bit of sap. Um, it's a kind of it's actually a kind of golden honey like sap, 
Uh, although much, much more viscous. More like the sap you get that makes amber. Um, you do find... The only real thing of interest you find are uh, still sealed into the into the thorn wall the golden uh, strands of bear fur. Uh, and they, when I say golden, I mean these do look a lot like just gold. I have some of that, I think. <sighs> yeah, also, some natural want it, won't they? During Ooh, this, this time, came from a god bear. Oh, surely that'll sell it. Uh, well, I'll do it better than that, but you get the idea. We can possibly, yeah. uh, um, when we're back somewhere we can do this, analyse this and see what actually um, uh, we have here. Sorry, I'm distracted it's... because I think there's a thorn growing straight out of my left ass cheek. Just give me there, a minute. There Ooh. is. <laughs> <laughs> During this, um, this hour, Corson is going to um, essentially keep, uh, keep guard and try and take advantage of the fact he has Hunter's Mark on this thing to make sure it's not circling around or doing anything um, else. It appears to be going... Doing now, you feel it going in more or less kind of like a straight line. Like, it doesn't... Its path doesn't vary much. It eventually veers off a little in one direction, um, but then either it stays still or it keeps running. It doesn't give you direction or distance. I mean, you can tell it's no longer within a thousand feet of you, but... Right, okay, I yeah. believe actually it's... Um, what is I just it? took a second to do a little baby third level healing word on myself because I was still bollocksed after a lot of hit dice, so that happens within this hour oh, as well. Oh, regular reminder that you can do Song of Rest. Oh my god! Yeah, I was going to say, can we have the extra thingy, please? Yeah, it's not really got any instruments involved because in my head she spends this whole hour just pulling picking. thorns out of herself. Yeah. And it's that. awful. <laughs> so it's just sort of... Humming thorns are shit. I hate thorns. Thorns are the worst. Make them go away for a few minutes and somehow you feel better. <laughs> you do at least feel a little, like, vindicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you get a whole two from Sorgopresta. Excellent. <laughs> a bisexual two. take um. <laughs> um, So the two spirit things, they went back into the tree? Uh, yes, as far as you can tell. Yeah. Celestia. Yes. When the glowy spirit people left, they went into the tree. They didn't go with the bear. Yeah. Could you, they... like, detect thoughts and see if they're there still? That's a very good idea. Let's do that. Hand to temple, X-Men style. You <laughs> detect no thoughts except those you expect. Can't hear anything. Hmm. Okay. Just Obviously. nice to have a conversation. Yeah, you lot are here. Um, obviously, I'm not listening because that would be rude. But uh, I can't hear anybody else. Okay, good right. to know. You just cast a little message into the tree, still mm -hmm. with detect thoughts up, if that's allowed, just okay. like during the minute. Sure. Anybody there? We'd love a chat if you are. Anyone? There's nothing. You do know nothing comes back, but the. But you do see beginning to poke their little heads and eyes and strange appendages, uh, mystical appendages out from the branches of the tree above are scores of little spirits. Scamp, do you have any incense? Yeah, loads. Can I nick one? 
Yeah, help yourself. Alright, I'm gonna put a little um like stick an incense into the floor like in yeah. here so it's sticking up. And just say, um, I know we're sort of in your house and that got a little bit ugly. Um, we'd love to stay here and have a rest and maybe be friends, if that would be okay. Press digitation, I like the incense. You see a few a couple of spirits. Something like a something like a fox half made of vapour and what looks like um kind of like a rat with um like really long legs both mm. from a flutter down they Hello. are pink and orange respectively rainbow spirit pops up mm-hmm. tell me what they look like uh there's a rat with really long legs and what was the other one uh it's like a fox that's half made of smoke and a smoke fox oh hello they flutter around the incense and after a few moments, just the whole, like a whole bunch of them, oh hello, start that's, fluttering uh, around you. you. And uh, Scamp, you see the incense just burn right down. Oh. <sighs> right. <laughs> they flutter away, but you, uh, and as they go, you see um, Corson and Celestia just on the edge, on the end of the little burnt stick, just a little bead of golden light. I want to Ooh. poke it. As you do, it it passes immediately up into your body. And you feel an impressive sense of rest and renewal. Roll 2d10. Fun. We're so fussy over my dice that it takes me considerably longer to roll dice than it needs to. (laughs) Um, 12. You regain 12 hit points over, over the course of the hour. Ooh. Thank you. That was very appreciated and necessary. Little chitterings from above from the spirits. I hear you. I will retrieve the shot of souls. Indeed. I believe that has a (laughs) 24-hour recharge. I think so, yes. Yeah, it recharges at dusk, if I remember correctly. But you have retrieved it, which means, and yes, because of your luck roll, you did not need to go chase the bear down to get it back. Yeah, because that is something I think Corson might well, uh, well have considered otherwise. <laughs> of course you would. It's Corson. Yeah. I'm going to get my bullet back. <laughs> <laughs> the shot of souls is, of course, completely intact, not damaged in any way from the impact. Corson would absolutely chase a bear down to get one bullet back. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. If it's a bullet that does necrotic damage, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Area damage effects necrotic damage as well. It's very good. Yeah, <sighs> that we found actually um, it was weak to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was worth knowing. Yeah. The... It's funny, I was considering doing um, uh, Slayer Sense just to try and get its um, mm. uh, its weaknesses, but hey, didn't need to. Didn't yeah, need. that kind of told us it. It was really helpful, actually, because I wouldn't have necessarily gone no, to I that. wouldn't have done... Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have done a, a hex because it's a concentration spell. Yeah, I was considering a destructive wave, and it would have been necrotic damage if I had to pick, but I wasn't like set on it, so yeah. it was really helpful that it was like necrotic's mm. bad. I was like, great, <laughs> lovely. All right, you take the opportunity to rest to collect the. Uh, your, I'm just going to say like a little like a little bale of golden bear fur. And uh, 
eventually, and eventually prepare to move on. And so shall we, after these... We're going to have a short rest. No doubt important messages. Are you having couples problems? After you've finished liking, rating, sharing and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs and checking out their Patreon for various rewards, you could try Golden Bear Counselling. Our favoured counsellor, Ita Talone, will advise you on how to solve marital disputes by mauling. And welcome back. So, you conclude a short rest. Yay! Is there anything you would like to do? Well, actually, uh, before you deal with the giant wall of thorns surrounding you. <laughs> um, uh, as they are an object, would uh, Riptide do double damage against them? Yeah, and in fact, if you want, they... Um, when you, they do not in and of themselves like attack you as you get close. They're just really thick brambles. So if you want to just yeah. take five minutes to hack you your way through hack. them, yeah. I was uh, just clearing that. I wasn't trying yeah. to um, push us in that direction. No, no, no but rip, Riptide can easily dispatch these. Fair. All right. Cool. All right. I mean, yeah. If we don't uh, need magic to get through them, I've got a rapier. I can. A rapier is really not a good weapon for this. Rapiers are primarily a stabbing weapon. Uh, and light slashes. She has a go. It's rubbish. That you have a go, but the, the blade is just too thin. You need a, you need more of a hacking weapon. Like a machete. I wish we had the garden. Some tools. rapiers would, would probably be um, up to it, I think. Mm, true, but in this case, it's quite a delicate one. Yeah, not mine. It's uh, not like a full-on shiver. It's fancy, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, were, this um, is of a star which is built for length and lightness rather than... Uh, it's it's a dueling sword, not a not a battlefield sword. Right, yeah, that, okay. This doesn't work. Yeah, no, that was never going to work. I could have told you that. Well, this thought I'd try, show willing, you know? Yeah. Um, this big tree in the middle here. Yes. Is it important? I mean, other than the fact the spirit's like... I mean, it is important, but the hunt symbol is a... Is an oak leaf, isn't it? With a thing in yeah. the middle. And this is an oak tree. You make a very good point, actually. Is, is there some sort of significance of oak trees that we don't know? Hmm. Well, no, no. Do you know of anything? They are a particularly old and long-lived tree. Uh, they are known to be sacred to some of the dreams and to some uh, practices. Hmm. He looks up. Also, this one is massive. But exactly why? Um, it is really big. Could I estimate how old it is? Ooh, make a nature check. Alright, that is uh, 15. Okay, so this is from Jason's slightly faulty memory, uh, so I suspect that Bob's might uh, correct me here. Mm. But I'm pretty sure your usual oak will live to about 200 years or so before it's done, before just uh, chance or old age. I mean, they do last substantially longer because the major oak Actually, in Sherwood Forest oh, was around in the times of 
the allegedly legend of Robin Hood, which means that um, he's over a thousand years old. It would have been a sapling at the time. It would not be yeah. the, the oak that is in the stories. Yeah. Okay, but, so correct me for that. But it is that old. Uh, you know that oaks can live for, th- for can live many hundreds of years. Then, so I was right. <laughs> I was wrong on that one. Um, I just had it on the yeah, bottom. You get all those like thousand-year-old. I mean, not like loads of them, but you get oaks that are like hundreds of years old and like held up by metal sticks to preserve them yeah. and stuff. Like that's yeah. totally a thing. Uh, this one feels like one of those. This feels like a very old tree. Although, to be honest, most oaks don't get this large um, because, uh, frankly, structural uh, capacity and the laws of physics <laughs> yeah. work against them. <laughs> the major oak is held up with like metal rods in places yeah and <laughs> so, you need to get but they to the... can live to a thousand years yes yeah. and to get to get to things like the site like yeah like if you think things like methuselah like which is the oldest tree until someone cut it down to measure how old it was uh mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that wasn't necessarily that big it was just like six thousand years old um but no the um that uh you would say that this tree feels like a thousand year but is bigger than you would normally get. Mm-hmm. Much bigger. Well, it's certainly very old, but it, even for uh, a, a tree that's lived for hundreds of years, this is massive. That said, you have, like, a week ago, seen an entire palace that was made out of grown wood, yeah. taller than most trees. Perspective. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Excuse me. Can I shout for the spirits? Mm-hmm. Can I ask some questions? Would I like some more incense? Sort of chitter around a little bit. I'm going to take that as a yes. If it's not, I guess just don't come. Can I nick another piece of incense? Sure. It's <laughs> the uh, sort of tree that as a sorry. child I would definitely have wanted to climb. Yeah. I mean, you said yes, so, I asked I that. said yes, I, I realised that you were asking uh, the scam, not me. <laughs> yeah, I've got loads of incense. Thank you, I pop it back in the ground, light it again. Okay. Several of the spirits float down and begin swirling around the smoke. Not all of them this time, but about seven of them. Why do you like this tree so much? Couple of... Hmm, how do I answer this? They seem to flutter around a little as if confused how to answer something like that. They, one of them just floats around the tree a little bit and then pops up into the branches. That's... Six spirits left. It's nice. Okay. Um... Uh, ask if they're connected right. to the hunt. Is it connected to the hunt? Is, is it connected to the hunt? One of them flutters down and the... Um, incense flares brightly, uh, burning down about about a seventh okay. of the of the of the stick, and that spirit flutters back up to the trees. Okay, I think we need to do yes no. That's what I it mean. Feels that was like. a yes no. Was that a yes or a no? I felt. Did it feel like a yes? It was a pretty bright flare of thing. I'm gonna say that's a yes. Felt like a yes. I have no idea. You feel like it was a yes. Mm. I get the feeling okay. of yes. What else do we want to know? Help. <laughs> um, is there some... I mean, what we'd like to know is it can, Is there a way to stop the hunt following us One of through this tree or something? But I don't... Oh, it's... Flutters it's, down. Oh, you, oh, <laughs> as, you, as you finish the sentence, they, uh, they're about to come down and they're just like... <laughs> 
hover back up <laughs> because he. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, I... is there a way via this tree to stop the hunt coming for us? One of them flutters around and there's like a little gust of wind which uh, blow the, the, the incense burns down, not in a flash, but it burns down another seventh and the ash at the top just flutters into the wind and that one disappears. You have four spirits left. Does that feel like a no? It felt like a no. No. Okay. Okay, well, that's... All right, that's useful information at least. Um, what else can we ask? I'm struggling. Anyone else struggling? Is there a way to evade them within the forest? That's a good question. The, uh... Let's say one of the the spirits, which looks kind of like, um... Kind of like a rainbow-coloured um, slug. No, snail. Rainbow oh. spirits like, hi, hi, hi. They kind of <laughs> flit around each other for a moment. Oh, I want one. So <laughs> settles down and... So, hmm. The... It flares with light, burning down the seventh, but also a wind blows a little bit. Was that like a yes and no? Uncertain. You got the feeling of sort of, yeah... Maybe it means technically, because we could technically manage to run away and evade the hunt, but there's not a specific way. Right, I mean, that, yeah, that's like the best not, thing we've got not, to go on so far. There's not some mystical thing, it's just we've got to be quiet, we've got to be good at not getting caught. Three yeah. spirits left. Can you help us do that at all? The smoky fox spirit floats down and flare of light and kind of sticks with uh, and instead of flying away uh, kind of begin settles on let's decide this randomly Celestia's shoulder oh hello who coming are you? that sort of wafts a little bit oh well you meet my friend pink smoke fox put the rainbow spirit Rainbow Spirit. <laughs> oh, well, now we have a smoke bo- smoke fox friend. <gasps> a smoke fox friend. Well, they're uh, quite cute. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. Still got two spirits left around the incense. Yeah, I feel like the rainbow is meshing with the smoke a bit, so you get slightly colourful smoke. Mm. That's fun. Um, uh, possibly a good question to ask then would be. If we were to stay here, is that bear likely to come back eventually? That's a fantastic question. <laughs> One yeah. of the spirits, two spirits, flutters down and there is a, a bright incandescent flare as it consumes the incense stick. So that is not a, this is not a place for a nap. No. Yeah, figured, but I, th- uh, it's nice to have confirmation. I just yeah. have burning curiosity as to whether she actually did let go and I want to ask but I just wanted to check in if there was anything more useful we should know. No, I want to know. I can't think of anything at this point. Did she actually let them go? I don't think she did. Um, there, the last one, the, um, sort of rat with the long legs flutters down and the incense burns down and puffs away in smoke. Mm. Oh. That's so sad. That is sad. (laughs) 
you did some emotional damage, but you did, but you would have required a bit more, a bit more convincing. Yeah, she fucked off, so I don't get a chance. Cause she's immature. <laughs> you yell into the woods. She, she is immature, and that's coming from me. Yeah, but no, it. I say that, but it is, it's a difficult thing to do, and you were incredibly strong and brave to do it. Let's not minimize how hard it was for you. No. And how much it was the right thing to do. Get up and get bit fidgety. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, ooh, not sure what to do with that. <laughs> oh, you don't, it's fine. I, you don't have to say or do anything. You're... Thank you. You, you hear Thanks. But we're proud of you. Just know that. Very much. Love you. <laughs> you hear Love you. you see Halvi out of the corner lean over to Odinone. What is that? I do not know. Don't, don't ask. <laughs> so, um, we need alcohol for that story, and now is not the time. And also, I don't know how much I'd be comfortable telling you. So, I've just met you. Okay. So, <laughs> hmm. LV nods, they take this in their stride. Hmm. They have all, they have, like, you have known each other for nine days, most of which has been semi-terrified scrambling through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, Actually, we, no. It's more like six days, but yeah. Yeah, if we sit down by the fire at any point and get pissed, I might tell them a version of it, but I don't think I'd tell them everything, no. because it's really personal. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. And also it's... It's one of those personal things that's still not settled or okay, so you oh. don't tell strangers. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not at that like okay point where you can just tell people about it. Mm. Okay. The uh, smoke fox lifts up a little paw and points pretty much south. That way. It yeah. You want to go north. south as well? Hmm. Oh, the fox wants it to. Yes, the fox wants to go south. Clever fox. Cunning, Ooh, yes. you might say. <laughs> uh, Odinone, whose culture does not quite have the same uh, associations with foxes, like tilts his head a little, <laughs> <laughs> but shrugs and carries on. Oh, that's not a thing for me either, is it? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a thing that uh, foxes are sometimes. Uh, uh, seen as cunning in the same way as like owls are seen as wise. Are owls uh, yes. seen as wise? Is that a thing? We see. Apparently, yeah. Uh, we think of them as sneaky. Ah. Oh. The foxes. Yeah, I, I suppose think a, lot of uh, a sneaky one equivalent might be a massive beetle thing, uh, and the wise is a really big type of bat. There is like that. That particular beetle is fucking huge. It, you wouldn't think it would be quiet, but he's one of the stealthiest damn creatures in the Underdark. Yeah. It's the yeah, stalker big, beetle. Stealthy bastard beetles, I think, fill the fox niche. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. do they also go through your bins? <laughs> do they? Um, you have heard of one going through the barracks where uh, the barracks near the mines. So, not really the bins. <laughs> Uh, if going through your bins means eating people in their sleep, then yes. It's more like, from what you've heard, they kind of sneak in over the uh, over the bunks, crunch down on the skull to kill them, and then ferret the body away. I'm sure that's the same fucking thing. Yeah, basically. 
Mm. I stand by that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's not quite what happens. <laughs> Yay, um, Underdark. Different fauna, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Should we get through this thorn wall before it gets too arrowy? Yeah. yeah I'm come just going to chuck some fire at it. Let's start a forest fire. Nothing can go wrong there. I'll put it out if it gets weird. <laughs> All right. Well, only you can prevent it, though. Right. With a combination of fire and hacking. Unfortunately, the, the thorns do burn, but they don't catch fire readily. Uh, there is a lot of moisture in them. You are able to carve a path that each of you can travel through the actually kind of impressively thick wall. It's like f- full five feet thick um, to, uh, to get through it. And it would have cut you up something rotten had you tried to uh, escape through it. So, the... Good thing we're too dumb to run. <laughs> <laughs> Several of you begin making your way south uh, once more. It is a couple of hours before you see the next marker. One of... One of the... um, Of those old cloudstone buildings melted at the top, but which again has been painted onto it the image of a claw or fang superimposed over a, a an oak leaf. And this one has a pair of antlers sprouting out of the sides of the leaf. Well, oh, good. Hmm. What was the last one? Uh, the last one was that, but without the, the antlers. What were the three people? Was it three people? How many? Lady Olfant, the golden bear, and what was the other one, Ordinone? Oromatulo, the wild prince. Don't suppose you know any uh, good children's stories about him, do you, while we're walking along? Yes. Could you please tell us? Um, They are... They, They do not mesh all of the stories. The wild prince uh, we call him Oromatulo but we don't know what his real name is he is uh, I do not know the word um, someone who does good and bad depending on how they feel um, most people bit uh, of a prick uh, yes in, in, in our language uh, similar <laughs> to prick um Selfish Tr- trick, trickster. Yes. Oh, oh shit. That right. is it. Yes. Uh I have heard many different tales. Uh, I have heard it said that he was made by the Cloud Walkers, that he was cast out by them, uh, that he came before they came here. Um, there Made are, in what way? Uh, like, as the, as they made the uh, chin, perhaps. Oh. I do not know. Like the creatures, uh, the Hachna you fought. Yeah. Um, but mm. it depends. There are some who have gone into the 
heart of the Panukan forest, who say they have met him. And each time he tells a different tale. Uh, he starts counting off on his fingers. He has said that he was a handsome Achin who fell in love with a waterfall and a tree. Um, that he was a Made fetish, but okay. badger. <clears throat> Sorry, there's that, a child here. Yeah. Carry on. A badger that made love to a to a god. Um, I repeat my previous statement. Someone who <laughs> got lost in the woods and did not come back. Um, a traveller from across the sea that found a uh, spring fountain that made him young but mad. Uh, the last of the cloud walkers turned into a beast. Uh, and a series of small people in a large coat. What? Definitely mm. the last one. That is definitely the one. I'm sorry, I really want that one to be true, because that's amazing. <laughs> he, it is said that he lies, and lies often, uh, about his origins. But all the stories agree. Uh, when he makes a, uh, a bet he will stick to the terms of that bet. Okay. Uh, if he is beaten or bested, uh, he will be, he will grant a, um, what is your word? A reward? Uh, yeah, reward. Boon. Boon. Yes. Boon's a much better word. It's a fancy word. It's good for mystical bets. It is. Mm. It's... It, I have heard that he has um, gestures to the antlers. Antlers. Ah. We may be close. Right. Take yeah. care. I have heard it said that the birds are his ears, that the beasts are his hands, and he is. He is. I mean, that's going to be messy when you go to the toilet. Of the woods. <laughs> You're the worst. Despite, the absolute despite worst. himself, Adnane cracks a smile. <laughs> Helvi just like bursts into silent sniggering, just like folds over. Yeah, I wouldn't like to wipe my ass on a hedgehog. Or <laughs> 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 well, for that matter, any other creature. Actually, I don't think a single creature I'd like to wipe my ass on. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Oh, I gave that too much thought. Sorry. Please I thought continue. about it for a while, yeah. There was a story Norrit told me once about a bear and a bunny rabbit, but no. Wow. Well, wow. Round of fire later, that's what we're talking about. Or just carry on. <laughs> We've interrupted you completely with that the ass wiping. That is most of what I have heard. Mm. Uh, mostly he is in stories where he uh, tricks people or big animals. Okay. Well, if the birds are his ears, then hello. Birds everywhere, sure you've heard us by now. You yeah, see keeping a, your eyes peeled. You see a large uh, brown bird with white wingtips sort of flutter. Um, we're Hi. always up for a bet if it avoids a fight. Just if, if you are listening. Yeah, we're complete dickheads. We'll definitely go for it. <laughs> the bird cocks its head and flutters off. 
Bye. So if I understand this rightly, he's more interested in um, people's entertainment value rather than um, uh, having a fight like the other two. But my yes. guess would be kill you if you're boring. Yeah. Yes. We're not the most boring. interesting thing you've got is you can run, then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You continue working your way south. I would like stealth uh, stealth or survival checks once again, please. Stealth, please. Mm, yeah, stealth. Natural 20. Uh, 13. Um, 21. Nobody okay. sees Cousin. Which is good, because Helvi <laughs> got gone. a one. Oh, <laughs> no. There's one point where you see Helvi about to just, like, full-on... Like, you're walking along, like, a ridge in the forest, and, and they are about to just full-on just step right off, and you reach out and grab them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but by and large, you keep quiet. You manage another couple of hours of quiet movement. However... You do see, coming up ahead, uh, again, white towers, but these look a little different. Um, you, can, you can kind of see one of them up close as you approach. And up ahead, rising out of the ground, the white cloudstone tower seems to be alike to those before. It is melted from above but unlike those you've seen before uh, it does not appear to be hollow like a sort of like a watchtower or a tall building instead from a distance it appears to be a solid obelisk of cloudstone etched oh. along its surface uh, with silver you can't really see a lot of details until you get closer That looks big and pretty. That's probably where we're going, isn't it? Um, yeah. Would make sense. Definitely we, does. Like the trees are thick above. There's very little, very little few points where the canopy lets light through. Yeah, what sort of time of day is it now? I am going to say that you are approaching evening. It's getting darker, but you still have a good hour to two hours of light. Okay. Hmm. I don't fancy rooting around trying to find this place after it gets dark. No. Oh no, we should definitely camp before it gets to that point. We should. Also, I don't think a rest would hurt any of us. No. No, definitely not. The fox continues to... Point southward with its paw. Hmm. Thanks for the help. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. As you approach, you can now see, getting closer, that along every surface of this obelisk is a complex tracery of glyphs in the gigantic style, reminiscent oh. of the teleport platform glyphs you've seen and of the markings on the jade key. They seem to be focused around a series of distinct circles, and they are all etched with a variety of silvery metals. 
What do they do? Don't know. Hmm. Interesting though. Um. Oh, is it safe to stop for a bit? Do you think, or we do? Do we need to keep moving? Maybe it's. Well, if you think there's something that you can do here, I'm perfectly happy to. Um. It's getting dark uh, anyway. Is it worth just stopping for the night around here? Uh, Maybe. I'll scout a perimeter just to be safe, but yeah. Mm. Okay. While so, okay. So anyone who I guess um calls in actually, you said you're scouting a perimeter. Give me a yeah. perception check. I'm gonna um. Right. Oh, I think how this would how this would work. Um. There you go. Keep those eyes out, yeah? And you see, like, a little self-conscious rainbow flash in the middle of her pupils when you get inspiration, because we Will really do. need to know if there's anything dangerous around. Thank you. Okay. Perception. Alright, that is... <laughs> right, that's a 24. You see a few things. First of all, as you can get closer, as you get closer to the tower, you can see that it is actually damaged at the base. Oh. None of the towers you've come across yet have really been damaged at the base, mostly from above. Mm. But it looks from it doesn't look to have been melted, but more cracked uh, in a manner that reminds you of damage to stone from explosions. Uh, a section of the white stone has been blown away, along with the tracery of the glyphs upon its surface. And you can see within what appear to be layers and layers of metal sheeting, almost sort of arranged like a puff pastry or baklava. Oh. Interesting. Like just sort of stacked up? Yeah, just stacked one on top of the other, like like the layers of an onion. Um, but the way it's been blasted through, you can kind of see into it. As you kind of point out, you, you notice that at the same time the others do, and you start, but you start looking out and around. Causing... There are hundreds of birds in the trees around <laughs> Like Alfred Hitchcock and in this bitch. <laughs> all yeah. watching you. Right. Um, I you just can, point mutely up to the, uh, the birds. I think they know we're here. You look down, you can see scores and scores of rodents... Groundhogs, small uh, like th things that look like I can say yeah, there's some porcupines in there. There's lots of woodland creatures gathered around in all every direction except south, hmm. watching you. Hmm. Hey, what do you want? I'm gonna start putting up the hut while we're doing this, Birds. just so it's it's starting to go up. Russell. And they ripple in a direction that put gestures southward. Do you want us to come? <laughs> we'll be there soon. Bit of patience. <laughs> Again, a rustling. And the birds <laughs> start squawking and cawing and they come together and just the the cacophony 
somehow collectively seems to form syllables. Pause. Now, come! You are invited! We are in what? Invited. 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 Oh, goodness. Well, we're very honoured. Thank you. That's encouraging, I suppose. Not waiting. Will you wait while we sleep for a little bit? <laughs> Just echoing laughter. Is that a yes Pete. or a no? I might wait, but the hunt will not. Oh, so you're not part of the hunt. I can call it off. Go on, in exchange for what? Let's do this. What do you want? Come. Let us talk face right. to face. Right this second, or again, just, can we sleep off the thorn wounds? Because that'd be really I, nice. I just want to work out what this thing does. Is that all right? We had a trying yes, time getting here. My guest. But when the sun sets, if not before, the hunt will come. Right, guess we're not sleeping then. Anyone else? How well hidden can we be? No, they said when the sun rises. When, when, when the, the sun, sun sets, sets, even. Yeah, about an hour or so till sunset. Okay, looks like we've got an hour. Right, I'm just gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a little bit of a detect magic on this thing and try and figure out what it is, mm. and then then I'm good to go. We'll be there in the next half an hour or so. <laughs> See you the soon. Flutter and say no more. But the the animals remain there watching. Um, scamp. Give me an investigation and an arcana check, please. Okay. I have something I'd like to be doing while they're doing yes. that. So I don't forget, uh, but... That may be relevant. What do you want to do? I want to entertain the animals. <laughs> I'd like to do a small fire dance show for them. Roll a performance check. Oh, am I proficient in that yet? I'm not, am I, actually? I won't do that. No, you had time while you were over on the ship. Yes, but did it ever work? Uh, I think with like a month of solid travel and the time you've been practicing in between, you have acquired proficiency by now, yes. Cool, so, so you I can do it as a you performance can do it as check, a performance I can do it as yes. barding. Cool. Yeah. Uh, 23. Okay, over this half hour you begin uh, spitting flame, juggling little balls of illusory lights and uh, dancing lights. Yeah, and... I, I bring the prestidigitation <sighs> of the light into the flame show and uh, make it a thing. It's 
you have the rapt attention of all the animals of the woods, mm. you see a little porcupine put its little claws to- paws together in little little crap. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a four for investigation and a sixteen for Akana. Ah, oh, balls. <laughs> it's hmm. Okay, that's going to be an interesting one. Does anyone else, uh, Corzin, what are you doing during doing during this? I think, uh, realistically, I'm going to be trying to um, maintain as much of a watch on the perimeter as I can, because I know that we're being actively pursued. Okay. Okay, so what you can tell from investigation uh, is that is basically just looking at the sheets on the interior. And because the explosion has damaged several of the metal sheets... Uh, the hole inside them lets you examine the sheets on the inside. Each of them is covered in glyphs. Um, looks like the, it's hard, hard to make them out, but you would guess the same geometric markings in Gigantic. You would guess from the length of what you can see that there are probably hundreds of these layers. Your Arcana check is more successful, however. Uh, the closest analogy you can come up to with what this is um, so it's worth noting, um, detect magic, there is, there is magic at the very, very core of this, but not through the whole tower. And looking at it, the closest analogy you can come up to, to these many layers are like, they're like spell scrolls, um, single use artifacts created by wizards that are essentially tracing out a single non-permanent enchantment. Like a you, um, so usually these are not necessarily well made. Uh, usually, when they are when they are used, the discharge of magic will just burn them out. Uh, from what little you know of how enchantment works, you understand that a lot of the skill is trying to figure out how to create artifacts that can withstand multiple uses before just breaking. Mm. Um, each of these layers appears to be a spell scroll but probably one intended for multiple use or maybe permanent reuse, Mm -hmm. given the expense gone into its construction. You can see definitely with a blend of different silvery metals what you recognise as the classical metals of um, uh, uh, tantalum, uh, antimony, and molybdenum. The almost prototypical mage metals. Oh, that's a fancy thing. Can I work out how it works or what it might its purpose would be? With a like sixteen the... on Arcana you would guess that it was meant to cast spells. Yeah. Um probably spells contained within it in some way. But I can't work a way to trigger those. Not with a sixteen. Uh you would guess mm. that the the whole thing seemed to looks like it fed into it itself in some way, like a sort of very complex series of of self reliant uh, enchantments. Damaging this much of it has, as far as you can tell, taken out the whole thing. Although, again, there is that glimmer of magic in the very core of it, but that is behind. Like these things are wide, so like you'd need to get through twenty feet or so of metal to get to whatever's in there. Wow, yeah. The metal is like corroded in places, patterned over from 
centuries of exposure um and there are like you know there, there, there is a there is a small colony of moss growing on the inside but yeah oh this yeah. thing's interesting okay i can't work out what it's for i'm gonna just copy it all down for now all the symbols and i'll have a look at it later Takes, you functionally take some rubbings where you can, and uh, otherwise you just sketch out. I've mm. got plenty of crayons. Yeah, <laughs> you can. <laughs> All right then. With that in place, are you ready to proceed south? Yeah, I think so. Unless anyone has any objections. No, not really got an option, have we? I think we're going. I finished the performance with a th- with a flourish. There is a. <laughs> flutter of avian applause from above mm. like I imagine there's I imagine she's like rolled her sleeves up and she's doing that thing where you like pass fire along your mm. arm and stuff so like roll the sleeves back down and like Ooh, very nice yeah. you begin walking south and as you move south the animals follow after you creating a sort of corridor that gently ushers you forwards you can see that you are moving into fairly thick ruins now. You may well be on the outer edges of Fen. Mm. Within ten minutes of walking, you find yourself um, at the edge of a long stretch of open field. The trees have not grown thickly here. They are wide enough or, and you can see there are a large number of uh, almost like low walls of buildings ahead where the buildings have been broken or melted. So it's almost just like the retaining walls left at the very bottom mm. and the foundations. And at the far end of this uh, long stretch, which I'm going to say is 150 feet away from where you are at the at one oh, end. It's always worrying when you give us precise numbers. Yeah. yeah to the uh, to where you start, you can see there is uh, a white stone platform. Like it was, it looks like it might have just been. Um, intended once as a set of steps leading up to something, whatever that thing is, is now gone. Upon which there has been placed a wooden throne carved with motifs on a theme of nature and woodlands. And you can see a figure sat upon it. One arm on the uh, arm of the the throne, kind of with that position where they've got just the, um, the heel of their hand under their chin, leaning forwards. At first, they actually look like a tiefling. Mm. Handsome, humanoid, with antlers sprouting proudly from his head. In a different setting, in different clothes, he might well be a cousin to justice or courage. A younger man, perhaps in his late twenties, the prime of his life. But a moment's further inspection dispels that. His skin is dappled brown and white, like that of a red deer but he has a muzzle like a lion where his mouth and nose should be. His ears are pointed, but they feather out at the end like the leaves of an oak tree. 
and his muscles seem more at home on a cat than a humanoid body. There is a slightly unsettling litheness to them, and bear-like claws tip his fingers instead of nails. His eyes are a pair of gleaming silver orbs. He calls out to you in flawless Joven. Welcome. I am most intrigued to see you all this way. Very intrigued to meet you too. Yeah. It is so rare that people make it all the way to the, towards my court itself. You've certainly been one of the more hospitable people we've come across recently. You're weirdly familiar as well. You just remind me of... You remind me of someone, too. Hmm. Yeah. He tilts his head. No, little one. You are not one of mine. No, but, like... And what... Hmm. But... Do you know Dionysus? <laughs> that old goat is still around. Hmm? Yes, <laughs> gave me this actually. Good friend. I hold out the guitar. Uh, Put it back on my back. That is just the tacky nonsense he would go with. <laughs> yes, the fuck it is. <laughs> we met. It's been a long time. There's a whole similar vibe you've got. Only, I don't know, you feel more dangerous. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. You remind me of Anne when the fair a bit as well. Oh, yeah, I mean, that they're... prick. Yeah, he is a prick. You seem like best of a prick. <laughs> well, I don't know. Flattery will Different get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might. It's nice to Stardust, by the way. Nice to meet you. Nice to Hi, meet I'm you. Hi, I'm Scamp. I am. They call me Oro Matulo around here. What do you call yourself? I call myself the Wild Prince. Ever since I first came upon these shores as a fish that grew legs. Good lord, that's quite the story. Oh yes. Then of course I fell in love with a fountain of golden water. Mm. Sounds intriguing. (laughs) Did the fountain love you back? It was a tragically short relationship. I just, ugh, I could not stand the splashing. That's fair. That would be upsetting in a relationship. Fair enough. It's it's intriguing at first. It's like the little babbling of a brook, but then it's just splash, splash, splash all of the time. Ugh, honestly. Ugh, who can put up with that? Not me. I I couldn't, I'm sure. Mm. It would depend on the fountain in question. I prefer my water features to be more like rivers than waterfalls. I'm partial to the ocean myself. Ah, the ocean. Same here. Uh, there are things that lie beneath there that uh, are always interesting. But Quite right. That's one word for it. Speaking of interest, what brings you so far into Panacan? I have to go south. He narrows his silvery eyes. Yes, you do, don't you? <laughs> well, 
it seems that the hunt is somewhat in your way of that. But! Yeah. Do you enjoy games? Fucking love games. How are you with a foot race? What, like a literal race? Oh, something like that. That's kind of what we've been doing with the rest of the hunt. We were hoping (laughs) for something more exciting. Don't worry. We'll get that. I offer you a bet. A wager. I will remain exactly where I am. The hunt will come upon you. If you can reach me and lay a finger upon me, then the hunt will end and I will grant you a boon. If you do not, well, the hunt will have probably eaten you by that time. Are are you where you appear to be right now? (laughs) I like the way you think. I don't suppose egg and spoon's out of the question, is it? Such a fucking dad. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you particularly fond of eggs? I'm sure we could do it with an egg and spoon if we wanted to. I'm just not sure it would make a difference to us winning. (laughs) Are you where you appear to be? I might be. I might not be. Why are you so Mm. desperate for us to lay a finger on you? Those are the terms I said. Mm. Saucy. Um... Can I try and discern if he's an illusion? In the How because I've like seen, to discern that? well, I've seen uh, Scamp and Celestia cast illusions before. Um, does it appear to be at all magical in nature? Oh, how long has it been since I detected magic as well? Uh, that's a like that's point. More than ten minutes. So. I ooh, I will let you make this as a you can either make this as an arcana check or a perception check with a higher difficulty. I'll go for perception. Okay. Okay, right, that's um, twenty-two. There is something off. It's very gentle, but it looks as if you can just see a little, just the faintest outline. It's you, you wouldn't normally be able to tell. Um, but you do spot what looks like a little, almost like a little glimmering outline of like a like a cube of glass or something around where the throne is. Okay. Well, like just um, an outline that encompasses the throne. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a cube-shaped outline that encompasses the throne. All right. Um, is that a what appears to be? What is it like? Like a pane of glass? Maybe you you are one hundred and fifty feet away. That that is the most you can tell from here. All right. There is definitely something up with that throne. Yeah. What exactly that is? Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna um, uh, just. With on the pretext of just scratching my head slightly, I'm going to um, uh, knock the uh, uh, the the stone and say um, something's up with the throne. I think what uh, we're seeing is an illusion. Can I try casting message to him? Ah, aimed at the um, aimed at the throne. Yeah. 
What do you say? Hello, can you hear me? Are you hearing this? Is this message getting through? And I'm looking for a reaction in case he is hearing it, in case he doesn't respond. Roll an insight check. Uh, 14. You are very far away. He doesn't respond, but maybe he heard you. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he wants to throw... Uh, you. It's hard, You can't tell. It might be that he that he completely didn't hear you, or he is pretending not to hear with you, to hear you to fuck with you. Hmm. <sighs> That's a real way to know. <laughs> I really want to yeah. throw something, but I'm worried he'll take it as an attack. So, do you accept the terms of my wager? Get to this side of the field. Touch, lay a finger on me. I will not move from where I am. Is it impossible? It is not impossible. What would be the point of a wager that I had no no chance of losing? Some people are just that boring, and we don't actually know you. (sighs) I am not boring. Good. I think so. Because despite, you know, all of the potential lethality of the situation, I kind of like you. You I are like kind you of cool. For mm-hmm. all of that, yes. You're better than the woman who turns her exes into animals or the bear that can't let go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one, is a, one is hilarious, but she doesn't mean to be. The other one is just kind of sad. I, I keep away from her. She's... she's Ugh, you know? It's awkward, isn't it? I know. Mm-hmm. Right. Just move on, gee. Please stop. <laughs> it's been hundreds of years, but some people know how to nurse a grudge, and some people just can't get over a bad breakup. Ugh. Mm. You know, me and that uh, waterfall, pff, barely remember it. Wow. I I'd just love don't getting over breakup tips from you. I just don't see the appeal. Have you ever considered deliberately editing your memory? Oof, no, thank no. You. Probably for the best. You're not me. You can't retrieve them if you need to. No. Had that done to me once, didn't enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Well then, if you accept my terms... If I throw a stone towards your throne, will you take it as an attack? Oh... You can attack me by all means, but the terms are laying a finger on me. No, I mean right now. If I chucked one, would you be sad? No, Hmm. but I would take that as the starting the game. Okay, fair play. Okay. uh... I thought I'd just ask. I was thinking about it, so it seemed polite. Just I mean, messi- we got a message to the other two. I can't think of anything else useful to do. I think we should no, probably we got, just start. I think we just got to do it, don't okay, we? Okay, can I uh, message Scamp specifically? Scamp, can you get there instantly? Yeah, except it's probably sanctumed. Not worth oh. trying, just in case. Well, I mean, I will, but I'm gonna I guess that it's sanctumed. Anyone else who can do that, I maybe he won't expect it. He definitely knows about the giants. He'll definitely expect it if it's possible. He might not expect it from you. Hmm. Oh, I think he does. Still, he knows I'm going south. He's not expressly forbid it. Worth crack. No, nope. I mean I'll give it a go for sure. Actually, right, if I can go for it. Okay. All right. 
We accept your terms. Excellent. Um, although, Let the hunt begin. Oh, come on. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> okay. Ah, ten. <laughs> uh, that's uh, thirteen. Fifteen. So his terms were that one of us has to lay a finger, yeah? Yep. Cool. So not all of us. Doesn't, need Doesn't matter which one. Okay, and I'm just going to roll for the prince. Where did um, I put Jeffrey? <laughs> Jeffrey, where are you? Okay, the... Uh, I, have, oh, I have actual Jeffrey, but I'm looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got a plus three. <laughs> Jeffrey got a six. Okay. You keep track of that. Uh, actually, no, I'll keep track of that. So, Jeffrey is a six, and oh, yeah, I should probably roll for Odenone and uh, Helvi. Fuck me, Odenone. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Odenone got a natural 20, Helvi got a one. Yes, Odenone. Helvi's had a lot of ones today. They are not having a good day. Helvi is not having the best day, it has to be said. Uh, this is not really their strong point. <laughs> no. Also, Helvi, like, didn't sign up for this, and the rest of us <laughs> no. did, so fair yeah. play. Yeah. No? Helvi has yeah. been... Hel- I want to say, Helvi has been very interested by what's going on. Like, they they were they were cheerfully inspecting that obelisk the same as you, Scamp. Um, <laughs> we love them. They're so cute. Yeah, they're, they're, they're... Oh, I could have had advantage if they'd been helping. Oh, oh well. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, so, we didn't think of it. They, uh, so, uh, the first person to act is Odenone. Uh, Odenone sort of shakes his shoulders and just bursts into a run. Um, He gets 20 feet forwards before running smack into thin air. Oh, my nose! Um, Yeah, you can see his nose is bleeding a bit. He appears to have run into an invisible wall. (laughs) He starts shuffling along, trying to find a way... uh, and gets, I'm going to say, yeah, he's just going to double move. So has to go like 30 feet further along before he finds a way past this wall. Oh, but he does find one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and it's then an it's, invisible maze. <gasps> Fine. It's an invisible maze. So Odinone manages to make 30 feet of progress forwards, but slowly. Uh, so... Next up is the prince. The prince lazily flicks a hand and you hear the sort of cry of eagles from above as dozens of eagles swarm down uh, and attack you. So I'm going to spread these out as one, two, 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 and uh, one for Odenone because Odenone got four. so injured still. Okay, uh, Odenone gets, uh, Odenone doesn't get hit, just, okay, so Odenone takes 12 points of damage, um, then let's go one against, who did he find most interesting? Most entertaining was Celestia, so, uh, oh no, no, I spread these evenly, so it's two against each of you. Uh, okay. Celestia, does a 17 hit your AC? Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. Uh, so you take two uh, attacks from eagles. From the eagles. Just random eagles. Oh, there's an highway. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, just just a series of eagles just rake you with their talons, uh, and you take seventeen uh, swarm damage. Okay. Uh, okay. So, ooh, a natural one and a natural twenty. Ah, shit! I think we forgot something again. You know, did we ever do that blessing on zero HP? That's not happened, does it? Blessing and zero HP. Yeah, it was from the little centipede thing. Oh, I completely forgot. Same. Well, remember it for this time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was desperately looking through my inventory because I've got an idea, but I don't know if I have anything to do it with, and I just saw that and was like, that didn't happen. <laughs> I can't really... Nor did it happen all the other times I was on zero okay, HP. Okay, I'm going to say that some of the eagles are just fuck up their, their their attack so badly they smash into the invisible wall an invisible wall so they deal collectively themselves uh, nine damage so I'll take that off accordingly okay uh, but it's time for but one does uh, a series do get you uh, in in tender spots scamp as you take uh, 22 uh, beak oh, damage. I cannot afford that. Oh, indeed. Oh, no. Uh, these are bastards. Uh, one swarm, one of the uh, attacks misses Corzin, the other one does strike. So, Corzin, you take 12 points of eagle damage. Okay. And then the swarm, uh, the swarm kind of remains broadly around you. So if you want to attack eagles on your turn for any reason, you can. Uh, but then they, but they're kind of in the process of fluttering. soft rock damage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that is the, uh, that is the, yeah. I'm gonna say that that is the prince's turn for now. Uh, scamp. I mean, it's not going to work, but I do have to try it, so mm -hmm. I will attempt to Dimension Door. Okay. Where do you want to Dimension Door to? Next to the Prince. <laughs> Directly next to the Prince? Got it. I uh, mean, yeah. Cool. That, makes, that would be the only logical attempt. Okay. You, there is a flickering and a burst of energy as you cease being where you are and appear... <laughs> Right in, uh, you said right next to the prince, didn't you? You appear in the middle of a gelatinous cube. Oh, that's a surprise. So, if I, yeah, you did see a, you did see a cube-like appearance around him. Um, so you, let me just remind myself what the what the effects are for I just being cubes. directly in the middle of a gelatinous cube. This again. may kill me. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, you are automatically engulfed, I believe. Um, you take no damage this round, um, but you will at the. Oh no, you do take damage this round, and you're engulfed. Uh, at you will take damage at. Uh, I'm going to say on the prince's turns unless you can escape uh, which is normally would normally be an action uh, okay so I can't do it with my movement I would I will bend the rules and say that you you can use your spell points to quicken uh, an attempt to escape oh I could have 
quickened the dimension door. I didn't do it though, don't do it. You could quicken another one. I can't. I can only do one spell per turn unless one's cantrip. Okay, no, fair enough then. Uh, in which case, you take 12 points of acid damage uh, and are restrained and having difficulty breathing. But hey, so you are right next to the throne now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he in the throne? Yeah, is he still there? You can you can see uh, the you can see the figure seated next to you, turning his head and gazing at you with some interest. Can I touch him? Uh, make a strength check. <laughs> so no. Um... <laughs> I meant to give you inspiration before this. I forgot. God damn it. Two. <laughs> You try and reach forwards, but the the cube is just pushing against you. You can't, you have very little to make purchase with, so it's hard to push through it. You reach forwards, and you hear a voice kind of like muted by the, uh, 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 by the, uh, the, the gelatin around you say, Well, that's interesting, but only I get to cheat. You didn't say it was against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> anything else in your turn, Scap? Do I have anything I can do? I, I mean, it was my action to get here. Mm. I guess, yeah, if you've got anything you can bonus action, by all means, mm. but you can't move while you're restrained. No. Um... I suppose I could just attack the damn cube and start hoping Yeah, that's the best. not a bad idea. You do actually, at the moment Scamp appears next to the to the uh, to the, the throne, you see them just like float slowly up into the air, like they're levitating, and then you see the sides of this cube ripple and shake. And we have seen we've met and one before. Now, yeah. so we you know now realise that is a gelatinous cube. Oh shit! On a shovel. Oh. Bulls, bull sacks. I could also drink a Bulls. potion. That maybe would be more sensible. You can, yeah, you can, you can struggle within the limited space you have to, mm. uh, to, to get a potion to your lips. I do have. A we potion. mustn't all forget that we have this very helpful bone marrow. Yes. Just oh, yes. I'd say that. You do actually have. Yes, you can, can. I you do can, that? Yeah, you, you, you suck on some bone marrow and. Because there's a chat. I've, I've been 20 hit points. Yeah. If I and stay here much longer, I'm in trouble. Yeah. You recover 44 plus 4 hit points. Thank you. you sacrifice one of your. Sorry, I just remembered that it was like considerably better than most potions and mm. just thought I should say it. Mm. Okay. Uh, which brings us to Corzin's turn. All right, so he's still uh, 150 feet away. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I guess I'm going to... Wait, if I move from where I am currently, am I going to get uh, opportunity attacked by the birds? Uh, no, the birds are a swarm. They're, they're not going to... Opportun- like, for the purposes of this, they don't get opportunity attacks. You can right. Essentially, you can move, because wherever you move, the swarm can get you. So... You don't actually ever leave its reach. All right. Um, I am going to uh, attempt to uh, dash uh, straight forward. However, seeing what happened to Ordenone, I am going to um, hold out in front of me the... Oh, what was it? The... 
The longest uh, item I have, I think, is the uh, the staff sling. So I'm just yeah. going to be holding it out in front of me, like, um, uh, well, like something that uh, will hit into something if I uh, it, if it's invisible before I, you know, just pile straight into it. Okay. Uh, I would like you to make an intelligence check, please. Okay. That is a ten. Okay. Um, you trace the walls with the stick. Um, you get caught in one dead end and have to make your way back, but you said you were dashing? Yes. So you are able to get half of your distance, for, uh, of your full distance forwards with a ten. So you make it 25 feet for, uh, closer to the thread. Okay. Um, so, but yes, that's uh, that was enough to be able to continue forwards. At this point, the uh, you hear you see the prince will lean forwards, flick a hand, and go. And for their legendary action, they go, "Ooh, shiny!" And ping, 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 appearing around you with puffs of smoke. Uh, at different points, slightly further away, within this invisible maze, are a series of objects. Uh, so, Celestia. You can see, uh, about 30 feet away, uh, off to one side, is what appears to be a rack of six healing potions. Ah. Uh, Scamp, you can see, just outside the cube, uh, is what appears to be uh, some, some sort of magic wand. Uh, at Corzin, you can see about 25 feet away within the maze, again, laterally. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to say 25 feet backwards. So, uh, so taking okay. back at this backwards of, uh, along the maze, uh, you can see what appears to be. I'm trying to think about this, what this would be. Yeah, so you, you can see, causing there's a series uh, behind you, about 25 feet backwards. There is uh, a just a powder keg with a fuse. Uh, looks just light enough that you'd be able to throw. There's shrapnel, uh, essentially, uh, tied around it, and a match nearby. Would be great for blowing up walls with. Uh, That's the point, actually. Um, I was going to uh, just uh, clarify. Oh, yeah. In touching or interacting with the walls, do I get a sense of what it's made of? Yes. These appear to be, as far as you can tell, to be stone. Stone. All right. Um, And Odinone, there is a a, a potion nearby. And uh, Halvi, I'm going to say, you can uh, can see... um, Oh. Yeah. uh, What appears to be a pair of blunderbusses. Okay, uh, so that is the end of your t- of your turn, Corzin. Or that happens at the end of your turn. Celestia. Um, I would like to get... Oh my god, what's it called? I was just looking at the name of it. Hang on. Sorry, I'm having a moment. Um, I would like to get my bottle of extra strength Arano out of my bag. The blue alcohol, what I bought. Excellent. Uh, um, as you are getting that out, however... I realised the way I've written this. You need to make a wisdom save. Oh, okay. Not terrible. 18. Okay. You've... Like, you look 
for a moment and uh, those potions and you can see uh, among them is actually are actually um, there's three healing potions, three bottles of what appear to be Urano, and that feels kind of weird to you that that just happens to be what's there. So you put that sensation down fuck and carry off. on with what you're going to do. <laughs> I look at it, tell it to fuck off, and then carry on with what I'm doing. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. So I'm quite near where I've seen Ordenone go to a wall, yeah? Yep. <sighs> How far can I throw? Normally, it's about. I don't have a measure of distance on this. Thirty feet is you is like is just like normal thrown object Where's range. Where's the ceiling? There is no ceiling, as far as you can tell. Okay. But you, but it's there is open sky above. Okay, I'm not gonna throw that at the ceiling then. I'm gonna grab. I actually might have a cup or something. Yeah. A complete barbarian. Yeah. Pour some hmm. bright blue alcohol into a cup, and like basically fling it like as far over the maze as I can. <sighs> Okay. is the plan. I don't imagine I'll get all of it, but I imagine it might reveal some walls is what I'm going for. Yeah, good thinking. <sighs> it was this... the only, like, bright thing I had. <laughs> you okay. would believe the shit I looked through in my inventory. I honestly I thought I of that. that. There's, like, there's, it there's was... nothing in my inventory that would do that. I thought it was the same thing. Yeah. I'm going to say that just works. You spray a bunch of it over some of the early sections of the walls and you see you see blue liquid dripping down in midair, highlighting some, but not all, of the walls of the maze uh, uh, within 30 feet of you. I will give you advantage on a uh, on a check to move forwards. Okay, I will first part of the maze. do that. So intelligence, please. Intelligence. Cool. Um, oh my god! That's a four and a five! Jesus! <sighs> Oh, wow. That's a 10. It's a check, yeah? Okay, yeah, it's a check. Um, Despite running forwards at a point you think is missing and going smack Ow. into it, uh, you do still manage to get... You move half of the movement you travelled with that check, so I'm afraid it is 15 feet forwards. Cool. Okay. But I still have some booze left. But you still have um, some booze left. What else is going Got on? How far away Scamp? Super far, aren't they? Uh, Scamp is, yeah, like 135 feet from you. Yeah, no. Um, I don't think there's anything else I can do. Anyone else near me? Uh, yep, you are within, easily within 30 feet of, uh, you're actually within 50, uh, about 20 feet, or collectively, of Odenone, Helvi, and Corzin. Uh, Corzin's ten feet from you. Oh, we need speed. What am I doing? Um, go on, get a shift on. And um, you get um, a little puff of rainbow, 11 temporary hit points, and you can all move up to your full movement if you would like to, what and is, you manage it. I shall do what, so. What is the range of that? Uh, um, I believe it's like 60 feet. Cool, so it doesn't affect scamp as well. It doesn't affect scamp, uh, no, but okay. it will get everyone else. Uh, roll an intelligence check, Corzin, for how far you get. Okay. With advantage, because you're still in the splashed bit. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a 12. Okay, 12, you are able to get, I'm going to say, another 15 feet forward. So you are 40 feet into the maze now. Okay, um, okay no, no, that's how far you get. Because that wasn't on your turn. So you were able to do that. Uh, okay. Does, does the blue help other people move at all? Yes, this is what okay, this cool. applies for. 
so Odinone and uh, Helvi both move forwards 15 feet as well. So Odinone is 45 feet in, Helvi is 15 feet in. Okay, that brings us to the end of your turn, um, which makes it Jeffrey's go. Is Jeffrey in my backpack or is Jeffrey elsewhere? Roll a d20. I think Jeffrey is not in your backpack. Oh no. Uh, where is where is Jeffrey? <laughs> Where's Jeffrey? One, two, three, four. Roll a D six. Six. Hmm. Okay. Roll an intelligence check with advantage for Jeffrey, please. This will go go wonderfully. They landed in a pile of dice and I don't remember which one. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) (laughs) You're becoming a parody of yourself. I know. And now I've dropped Jeffrey's stats. I've rolled a 12 on the oh, dice. Oh, mate. Okay. Um, oh, there they are. I found them. Jeffrey's intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an eight. Oh, no. Oh, no. Will that work for an eight? Jeffrey has a minus four intelligence. Jeffrey oh, does have a minus four I mean, he's a fucking monkey. Jeffrey has been... Uh, Jeffrey is actually 30 feet along with the maze, apparently scampering along in midair. He has made his way to the top of some walls. Oh, of course. How high up is he? Uh, he looks to be about uh, 20 feet up, but Jeffrey has climb speed. Oh. Right. At least where he is now. But you see his altitude goes up and down. These walls are not all in the same height. Ah. So, yeah. <clears throat> 30 feet along, we have Jeffrey. <laughs> Helvi. Uh... uh runs off to the side and grabs the double blunderbusses uh, and and then starts seeing them as superior weapons and then starts running into the maze so they can only get half of their distance but they have actually sacrificed some distance to get there okay they are able to get back to where they were before so 15 feet in so Helvi makes no significant uh, advance through the maze uh Odinone. After sort of having a moment of like glancing forwards, they run to the side, grab the potion, uncork it and swallow it. They've, uh, they sort of shudder for a moment and then try and make their way forwards, but they have sacrificed their distance to get there. Okay, they may, they do not lose any distance. Um, but they do not get any further forwards in the maze either. Ah, interesting. So they got. So they are still forty-five feet in out of this hundred and fifty, um, which makes it the prince's turn. The the eagles <laughs> flutter away, <laughs> and instead you look down as the ground begins to rumble and bubble beneath you, 
and swarms of red biting ants swarm up and just start biting and stinging at your legs. So, um, Scamp, you do not take any damage from this because you are safely ensconced for a given value of safety with a gelatinous cube. (laughs) Oh, so so. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Nothing is fine. Okay, Odinone manages to avoid the worst of the of the ants. Um, Celestia, you actually avoid the worst of the ants as well. Oh, uh, hooray. Neither of those attacks hit you. That's exciting. You do a little hot-footed dance. Fuck you! <laughs> ah! um, <laughs> Stamping. <laughs> which means that these are going... Oh, no. However, Corzin is not so fortunate. Uh, If they're coming out of the ground, are they coming out in such quantities that it indicates um, where the walls are? Oh. That's interesting. You know, I will say they are. Having thought of that, I will let you continue to take advantage in your intelligence checks going forwards for for the rest of this round until the prince can act again. Fit. Yeah. Yeah, they are coming out in such quantities. Quantities enough. Uh, your AC is uh, less than 18. Yes, this is that, 17. That a whole fuck ton of, uh, of ants proceed to start chewing into you. Oh, oh no. Uh, so you take... What is that? 12, 15, 21, 33 ant damage. 33 ant damage. Oh yeah, wow, these are bullet ants. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'm not Mind even the sure they're appropriate in this bi- in this biome, but they're somehow still here. Okay. Because they are this is definitely like a Mediterranean temperate type forest rather than say a, a, a subtropical one. Glad of those temporary hit points now. Oh yeah. Uh and oh yeah, there's Antakis healthy as well. Bad news healthy. Helvy takes some uh, some ant damage. Quite a lot of ant damage as well. So Helvi takes 17 ant damage. Jesus. Hell. Yeah, you just hear them start screaming. Ah, oh, ah, oh, no. ah. oh, I love Helvi. I don't want them to be sad. <laughs> the hunt carries on. Okay, that is the end of uh, the prince's turn. Uh, oh, no. Scamp takes some damage on the prince's turn <laughs> from the gelatinous cube. You proceed to take a shit ton of da- Okay, you take 20 points of acid damage. <laughs> this is a problem. Holy crap, gelatinous cubes are effective. Gelatinous cubes are fucking nasty. If, if they get you. Yeah. But that's what he did. Oh, we're all so far away as well. Okay, um, that is Scamp's turn now. Uh, do I take damage at the top of my turn? You take. You took damage on the prince's turn instead. Okay, I don't. Or because some things are both. No, it's uh, it's you get the damage when you appear in in there, and you take the damage at the start of the prince's turn because I'm holding the prince stand in for the cube. Okay. Because um, the cube is not I moving. Am, I am going to still try and touch the prince again because I did teleport as close as I could get. Yeah. yeah. Um, roll a strength check. I'll let you do this oh. as a bonus action. Because you are that close. Six. 
Oh. It's just too much Cuba in the way. Mm, I can't stay here because I'm on 11 hit points. Oh, um, God. Right, what am I doing? What am I doing? I guess I'm t Dimension Dooring out because I don't have any option. Where do you want to Dimension Door to? Um... Do I remember how fast the cube moved last time we fought one? Ah, uh, I think you do. Yes, and it was not very fast. No, I remember it being slow, but like half, like half, half your speed. Okay, I want a dimension door, like sixty feet. No, less than that. About fifty feet away. In what direction? Um, sideways. Okay. Left. <laughs> it takes know. you to the edge of the. Okay. One moment. Cool. It takes you to the very edge of the clearing. Uh, I'll say that it's like hundred foot wide, uh, side to side, broadly rectangular. Um, uh, you leave you leave a scamp shaped impression in the cube. Hmm. <laughs> As you go, so like those dotted you... lines where Scamp was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see, you can just see like a, uh, like an outline. Um, and as you get there, you see the the prince look and go, her, her look, chuckle, and raise a fist, seemingly unimpeded by the cube, clench it and pull down. And as a reaction, he is going to use only I get to cheat again. Uh, make a strength saving throw, Scamp, as a pit <laughs> opens up below you. Uh, 14. Uh, no, unfortunately. You, before you can, uh, you can leap out of the way, vines break up and drag you down, and the pit <laughs> seals over with a layer of earth above you. Oh, God. This one doesn't do, do you any damage, though. It's just <laughs> annoying. But you are now in a pit in the earth. Yeah. I think that's everything you can do. Uh, yeah. You are you are restrained while you're here. You cannot move from this uh, from oh, this pit. Good. You cannot move from the pit until you are no longer in the until you are no longer in an enclosed pit. <laughs> um, however, on the bright side, you are safe from well, you would you you wouldn't be safe from the ant attacks, but they've already happened. Cause <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, I guess scamp. Yeah, it doesn't matter for you. Causing at the start of your round, make a wisdom saving throw, please. All right, now, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Natural twenty. Woo! You look back at the explosives and you feel a weird urge to run towards them, and at that point you realize, yeah, there is some magic shit going on here. That's um, now that you look about them, the way that the light's touching them, that's probably an illusion. Somebody's fucking with their head. You look around and you see the bottle that Odenone is holding puffs into smoke. The double blunderbusses that Helvi have puff into smoke as well, as do all of the items that have appeared. Alright. Um, so, what do you wish to do? Do I get a sense, actually, now that I'm seeing all of the, uh, the ants come out of the ground mm. and all of the places where they are not... Yeah. Uh, how thick the walls are. Uh, yeah. They're about... I want to say they're quite thick, about a foot. Okay. 
Um, these are gonna, sturdy masonry walls. I'm going to hold on to that thought for a moment. I'm going to uh, use the advantage I have by seeing where the ants are to run as far as I can uh, in one uh, standard move action. Okay, just in a move, so you're going to try and get the full 25. Roll intelligence. Yeah. Okay. With advantage, because you can see you can see you have the ants helping you right. see the way. Okay, that is a 14. Okay, you get another 15 feet forward, so you're now 55 feet. Uh, All right. In um, third of the way. Yeah, there's there's a thing I can do here. As my main action, I'm going to find a wall with my hand in front of me and slam Riptide into it. Oh, just roll damage. Okay. And double it, because it's Riptide. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's three, double six, plus uh, that's twelve damage. Doubled? Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, uh, doubled, it would be 20, uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four, you Wait, crack. sorry, no, no, uh, it was uh, three, double six, no, it is twelve damage, sorry. Twelve damage, okay. You crack into it, and you feel... You, you feel the adamantine blade carve into the edge of the uh, of the rock uh, of the stone um, you feel splint a splinter strike your arm and bounce away uh, but it does seem to work you are you you, you you can hear the stone cracking maybe it was already damaged in some way uh, okay. another good strike like that might get you through. All right. Now, as a bonus action, you do still have to, you have two attacks when you you can make two. This attacks. is true, actually. Um, I, I will take the second attack then. But um, okay. actually, yeah, no. Why am I rolling to hit? It's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to roll. It, it. It's a wall. It's a freaking wall. Okay, uh, that was a, a six. Double that is twelve. Plus a, a six, eighteen uh, damage. Okay, that is enough. But the damage you've already inflicted, you managed to crack. Uh, and you hear a sort of you step out of the way just in time to see several ants like several parts of the, of the ant swarm smushed uh, from falling masonry you have successfully created a hole yep. uh, you are, you are able to move uh, the remain another 10 feet it is oh. a hole that others can use as well. Okay, cool. So yes. checking whether it was causing sized or not? Uh, you can't, aren't sure, but it's... You'd be able to duck under it. You can you certainly it give it a shot. Yeah. So, causing you are able to make it 65 feet in. Now, there's something I need a ruling on because, technically speaking, these are transparent, so I can actually see the full distance. Yes. And I am within range now, so as a bonus action, can I cast Hunter's Mark on the Prince? Line of sight or line of effect? That's the old rule. Yeah, because I can see it, but I know that the walls are solid. For this, it's line of sight, not line of effect, I'm going to say. So, okay. you, so you cast the spell. Um, roll a wisdom check. Okay. If that's just a check, that's 14. Okay. Um... 14. The fish spirits go off. Okay, the fish spirits can tell that there is an entity here they could latch on to, but it's not the prince. Oh. So if you want a hunter's mark of the gelatinous cube, you can, otherwise the spell will just not take. Ah. Okay, so the the 
the actual prince is not where he appears to be. Well, we kind of knew this. Right, no, useful information, but I'm I'm gonna just um, uh, expand the spell doing that because I yep. don't see that the um, the gelatinous cube is useful uh, at this point. At the end of your turn, the prince is going to take his second legendary action. He cackles. <laughs> no, 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 for real this time. Uh, he snaps his fingers, or at least the image of him on yeah. the throne does, and around you again. Your full movement backwards through the maze, a series of items appear. I'm just going to ask each of you, what would be a really useful item right now? Paint. A decent a pickaxe. Okay, uh, there is your full movement behind you, causing a, a solid steel pickaxe. Well, not solid steel, it's got a solid oak handle. Uh, Celestia, you see a jar of paint. Uh, Stamp, what would be really useful right now? Right this very second? Yeah. Something to heal a lot. You see, uh, wedged into the rock, uh, and into the earth around you in such a way that you would have to dig to get it out, uh, what appears to be a healing potion. I mean, I have a healing potion, so it would have to be a lot to be... This one looks pretty... It looks pretty shiny. Certainly got a fancy bottle around it. Okay. Celestia. Wisdom save? No wisdom save. Oh, Hmm. it's just choice. Just choice as to whether you want to try it, whether you want to gamble and whether it's real. No, absolutely not. Cool. Um, How much of an action is it to throw more blue alcohol? Uh, It's an action. It's an action. Uh, oh, I mean, it's throw. No, if I was, if it was, if it was throwing a, if it was throwing like a grenade, it would be an action. No, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was literally just yeah, checking because no, it's, it's an attack to throw it. Throw yeah. it. Um, I would like to do that because okay. I think it's actually what I want to do. I want to do it in yeah. this order, so there are still ants. I would say that yes, the ants are giving you a little bit of a clue ahead as well. I would like to run ahead and then throw it so that it gets like further ahead. Okay, if that make, makes any sense. Uh, make your intelligence check for running forwards. With advantage because ants? Yes. Ant advantage. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is not that was terrible. Tough. Actually, that was rubbish. I enjoyed it at 19. You are, with the ants showing the way, you are able to make your full distance forwards. Awesome. Uh, so you make it 40, you are now 45 feet towards the throne. Okay, um, and then I would like to chuck actually, and in some... in fact, you actually archive. get 55 feet because Corzin's hole is accessible to you. Yep. Is it now? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> anyone who, anyone I who... would like to squeeze it into Corzin's hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tight fit, but you... <laughs> it is a tight You're fit, determined. actually. <laughs> um, you, do, you, you have to strain quite a it lot to get through. It takes time and effort, but I get um, there. Yeah. there is, oh, it's worth it. There's a lot of friction. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, spend the rest of my, my movement to squeeze through Corzin's hole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, then you splash the blue. So again, the next... Yeah, I do it like that. It's the last yeah. thing I do, if that yeah, makes yeah, any you sense. Yeah, you do it last. So I'll yeah. say the next sort of 20 feet or so, the next stage of movement is again with advantage Great. because you, have, you, you use the, uh, the blue to splash. And um, how near to me is Scamp now? Scamp is now... Based on where you saw them dragged into the ground, uh, uh, is 95 feet away 
Oh, plus no. Not near enough however much in helpful. the ground they are. Yeah, absolutely not. No, I'm just going to okay. stay where I am. Uh, that makes it Jeffrey's turn. Uh, um, what do you think Jeffrey would do in this situation? Jeffrey would throw shit to show the way. Hmm, yes. True. Jeffrey is a little bit further back at this point, uh, but throwing shit as they go to illuminate their own way, I will let you make their check forward with advantage as they more as they clamber along. Can Jeffrey uh, dash that... as a bonus action? No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. I couldn't no, remember. That's only that. that's a seven. Jeffrey right. makes it uh, to where Celestia is. So 55 Oh feet no, feet. less than that. Sorry, a five. It's minus four. Still, because... No, even for even with the adv- secret... Even with the advantage Jeffrey has from their upper point, they are... They're not really... They're, I'll say they make it 10 feet forwards at a push. So Jeffrey's 40 feet tall uh, through, the, through the maze now. Uh, although... What do you th- think Jeffrey would want most in this moment? Oh, I mean, I'm my gonna... instinct is scamp. Because <laughs> oh. scamp's vanished. Oh, no. Then nothing appears for Jeffrey, unfortunately. Ah! <laughs> That's almost worse. <laughs> uh, okay. Helvi. Uh, what has Helvi found? Helvi sees a big iron-shelled bomb. Helvi has quite a one-track mind when it comes to these things. Uh, (laughs) And they are going to sacrifice their movement to run back. They pick it up and start struggling back forwards. Uh, I'll say with the rest of their action. So, rolling advantage because that bit is blue painted. Okay, they are actually able to get. Friggin' hell, they're able to get like a full th- uh, 25 feet in. Um, the bomb doesn't disappear or anything, at least not thus far. Okay. Odenone. Odenone is not going to risk it being a trap. Uh, they are going to try and race forwards. Which, with the advantages you've given them, they are able to do so. They double dash, so they make it slightly ahead of Corzin. They are 75 feet in. Oh, no, no, it's getting nearly half the way now. Uh, all right. That maketh it the prince's turn. The ants... <laughs> Flitter down into their holes, and this time, uh, a swarm of mosquitoes, oh, mosquitoes comes directly down from above and just starts biting and uh, 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 each of you. Okay, so they're going to go two, no, three, three, one. Okay. Two and three. Odinone? Odinone is fine. <laughs> I really he's gonna, he's the front, I should really be attacking him, but never mind. Uh the pair of you okay, Celestia. Uh you proceed to take 
How's your hit points? 42. 31 points of damage. Okay. Uh, as the mosquito swarms. Jesus, some bitchin' mosquitoes. They're not normal ones, are they? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. These things are just like. You don't know. It feels like they're. Like that. Maybe they're injecting something. Like these are clearly not normally mosquitoes. Like I feel a bit woozy afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Causing. Whoa. Yeah, you might actually end up better than Celestia, despite me rolling more dice. <laughs> uh, if it is actually poison, I have advantage on saving throws, but... Do you... Is it, is it? Do you have resistance to poison damage, or just advantage on saving throws? Uh, just double-checking that. Uh, I have both. Start resi- resilience. Oh, okay. Awesome. In which case, uh, instead of 32 damage, you take 16. Okay, that's manageable. Yeah, this, this round was poison-based. Okay, um, okay uh, Scamp is fine, uh, which hmm. ends the prince's turn. Scamp, there is apparently a fairly powerful healing potion buried in the earth. You'd need to scrap, you'd need to use your action up to get it. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy Scamp is the best. <laughs> uh, like fucking uh, motley out of wacky races. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do I trust it? Like, even if it's real, do I trust it? No, I think with that role, I don't think I do. I don't think I believe it. Okay. So I'm gonna drink another one of my potions that mm-hmm. I've got. How many of those things do we have? Uh, you had two each. Yeah, two of the bones, yeah, and then whatever potions, else yeah. you had. Yeah. But... yeah, I'll have another bone one, because it's better than me other stuff. Mm-hmm. What is me other D4s? I swear I own more D4s than this. So, that is... 12 hit points back. Hmm. Lovely. Um, And I need to not be in this hole anymore. Um... <laughs> So I will have to. I'll have to do Dimension Door at fifth level. Oh no, I've got a foot third fourth. Hooray! I'll Dimension more again. Um, I'm gonna aim to go like a little bit further on from where I saw Jeffrey. Okay, so uh... oh, hmm. close to the throne, but not like near. Oh. Do you want to go towards 20 the maze? feet from the throne? Towards the maze or uh, or away from the maze? Or lateral to where the throne uh, is? I just want to go, oh, towards the maze, so nearer my friends. Than... Okay. You appear so miss... uh, 130 feet into the maze. The prince kind of tilts his head. That is a real trick with you, huh? Yeah, I'll allow it. That said, bored now. They te- they d- they make a crunching motion with their hand. Uh, do you have any other uh, actions you do? Uh, anything else you can do before the end of your turn? Of your turn. Uh, still got my movement. True. It would be a straight intelligence check for you to run forwards <laughs> or backwards. Yeah. Um. I don't trust him to be in the throne. 
I will try going forward. Okay, roll an intelligence check. Well, 16. Okay, you make it 15 feet forwards. You are now five, uh, you are now very nearly at the throne, but you run into a wall about five feet away from it. Uh, or or just, uh, just from the edge of where that cube is. The cube hasn't moved, by the way. So you yeah, are. I just don't want to be in its movement. <laughs> um, so yeah, you are you are 145 feet along the maze, Scamp. Uh, however, the prince board now crunches their fist, and the whole area rocks <laughs> as an earthquake spreads through. You ever your footing becomes unstable and you hear the cracking of stone as the invisible walls start to tumble. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh. 18. 19. Um, 16. Okay. Oh, uh, does Jeffrey need to Yes. Do one? Oh, no, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's on a wall at this point. Uh, 14, I think. I lost his sheet again. I think he is. So, yes, that will make it a 16, I think, for Jeffrey. Okay, let me roll for Odinone. They're not doing badly. Okay, everyone manages to avoid the uh, being crushed by uh, falling walls. Uh, you do all take three points of damage. Uh, from uh, from small amounts of masonry, kind of uh, getting of you, but you are not seriously injured, uh, or even like significantly dissuaded by it. Okay, the well, the good news is the maze is probably a bit easier to travel along now because <laughs> there's yeah. less of it. Mm. It's rubble. Uh, okay, that brings us to Corzin. All right, it, uh, if um. If the maze is indeed rubble in front of me, I am going to uh, use uh, uh, land stride to get as far across it as I possibly can. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Some parts of it are still there, but I will. I'll say because of that, uh, it, you're not you're not impeded by it. So, still give me an intelligence check, but lower DC. Okay. That's a 15. Okay, are you just, um, are you just dashing? Yes. Okay. So it would be double move. So you were 65 feet. You are now 115 feet into the maze. As you just... Flurry forwards over Do I the still have a bonus action? Yes. Alright, I'm going to drink one of the marrow potions that I have. Okay. Which I think is 4d4. Yep, 4d4 plus 4. You knock right. back, you drink the um, the meaty, meaty marrow and you feel your body so regenerate. Gross. So gross. Oh. Especially because it's a few days old and preserved. Oh, right. so grim. It's mainly because I'm vegetarian. Yeah. Just... <sighs> Every time you describe us meat, eating meat of any kind, I'm a little <laughs> bit grossed out. Mm. Like, even if it's just dinner. Oh, Same. No. Oh, no. So this is particularly grim. Oh, this is particularly right. grim. Uh, 13 hit points are again. Mm. Okay. Right. Uh, that brings us to Celestia. I've still got my little smoke fox friend with me, haven't yeah. I? 
just gonna. I, I feel like it's sat on my shoulder. It just is. gonna look at it and be like, Can "You please tell me where he is." <laughs> on the smoke fox's behalf, roll a perception check with advantage. Okay. Modifier, same as mine. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, decent. Actually, things. twenty-four. After mm. a little bit of, uh, of thinking. They point with one paw to the right of the throne on the sort of towards the edge of the clearing. Mm. Oh, I went the other way. Yeah, I rolled (laughs) to see and you went the other way. I always go left. Um, Do I have enough of an action to do a quick um, message through the message stones to Scamp and Corson? Yeah. Okay. I just say, to the right behind the throne. And then I would like to try and run forward some more. Okay, roll intelligence. Okay. As you scramble your way forwards. Uh, you already splashed... Oh, you splashed some blue th- I things. I did do so that, that. So, there, yeah. so you can see a bit of the remaining uh, things, so you can do it with advantage. Awesome. Uh, natural 20. Okay. Yeah. You sp- Speed ahead. You were what, fifty-five feet in? Mm-hmm. You are now neck and neck with Corzin. Awesome. Okay. Yes. And that is are... all the things I can do. <laughs> you, are, uh, you are both thirty-five feet from the throne. Perfect. Okay. Um, okay, that brings us to Jeffrey's turn. Uh, roll. Sorry, Jeffrey. Roll intelligence with advantage because of where they are, but. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Eleven. Okay, that's. That's actually not. They're not actually doing too badly. They are actually able to make it. Um, yeah, actually, with the, with the notes I've made for them. Uh, going directly over it, they are able to make it like 60 feet forwards. Especially because most of it is broken up. They're only like 15 feet behind uh, Gorsman and Celestia now. Oh. Just scrambling forwards over the rubble and uh, the invisible rubble and the invisible remaining walls. Um, Scamp, glancing back, you do catch just a flicker of silver in their irises. Oh. Uh, okay. That brings us to Helvi. Uh, Helvi is going to just, well, Helvi's going to run forwards first. And, yeah, no, Helvi gets an impressive amount forwards. Uh, like another, so they're about 75 feet in. Uh, and you can see they do have, um, they do have this bomb, which is still there. Uh, looking around, you can see several of the things, like, you can see the paint pot behind you, crushed under invisible... Uh, under invisible rocks, spl- uh, split- splattering paint well behind you. It appears the objects were real. Mm. Um, but Helvi asks, uh, where should they uh, throw this? Uh, at the cube, darling. Helvi <laughs> lights it. It's my instinct. I don't know about anyone else. Oh, it's a good instinct. Oh, instinct. Get oh. fucking rid of it. Okay, it sails over over 
and you see it lodge in midair above the th throne. Bob for a moment. <laughs> Pieces of gelatinous cube fly in every direction. Yes. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> and oh, where? the image of the uh, of of the wild prince sort of winces for a moment uh, before looking up looking around them at the devastation. I like this throne. <laughs> <laughs> then um, don't put it in a cube. However, it has also uh, appears to have partially blown open uh, the last few sections or uh, some some of the latter end of the maze, uh, which means that on your round, Scampy will not need to make a check to get through it. Uh, Odinone does... Natural 20. Yeah, Odinone scampers on ahead. Uh, they make it like 135 feet in. They are nearly towards the exit now. Um, which brings us to the prince. The prince, um, whose lion muzzle has a straight, has a mildly annoyed uh, uh, twist to it. He goes, you know, it's awful weather we're having right now. And they snap their fingers and there is a <laughs> of thunder above. Oh dear. And rain <laughs> just fills the entire area. Uh, every, like, bl just driving, blinding rain. You can barely see five feet in front of you. Uh, and during that, the next round of creatures attacks... Of all things, quippers. What is that? They're basically uh. the man-eating piranhas you get from movies. Yeah. Just start uh. jumping out of the rain and trying to savage you. Nasty. Scamp, you're at the head, so you get most of them. Oh, good. Well, that's going to be me down. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, not necessarily. What's your armor class at the moment? 15. Okay, two of those get you. Uh, Celestia gets one. Corzin gets one. Mm. Wait, is your AC 17? Mine is, yes. Sorry, two then, I'm afraid. Okay, so Scamp, you take uh, 15 okay. points of damage from uh, being bitten by basically movie piranhas. They bite onto you, savage you, and then flop onto the ground, just like doing the little fish out of water dance. Yeah, fish flop. Yeah. Uh, I'm at one tenth of my hit points. <laughs> Celestia, you. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh, you take 13 points of damage. I'm down. And it's enough, and just the blood loss, you slump to the ground. Oh, no. You I'm not hear, a good day. Uh, causing, you hear, you can actually, no, you were neck and neck. You see Celestia. Oh Hit yeah, we're quite near each other, aren't Yeah, we? you are next to each other. Yeah. That could be potentially helpful in the near future. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I'm sure this is not something that will be ignored. <laughs> uh, Corzin, you take um, 24 points of uh, piranha damage. 24, okay. He's not looking good either, but mm. still up. <laughs> Savaged by the wild hunt. Okay, uh... That 
is the end of the prince's turn, making it scamp. Oh boy. I am not ending my days savaged by quippers. Um, can I see him at all? Ooh, it is in- astoundingly raining. You can easily oh, get out to the, to, to, to the area around where the throne is, which doesn't appear to actually have any maze around it. Can we uh, see where the well, rain's I want to go to the side where I was told he was. Okay, in which than... case... Honestly, uh, this would be with disadvantage anyway, but by all means, make a perception check and tell me how you are searching. If there's anything I can do that's useful, my perception's so bad. Um, what have I got in my inventory? Is a, like my instinct is to get a big stick and wave it around until I hit something squishier than a wall, but I'm not sure I've got a big stick. You have the healing stick. I suppose it's quite a big stick. Yeah. I will wave the healing stick around. Okay, roll perception with disadvantage. <laughs> Magic stick. Magic stick. Six. Oh, you no. sort of run through the uh, through through the area, just like waving the stick. You you don't make connection with anything. Uh, anything else in your turn? Oh, I guess I. That was an action. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So I can't use the stick to heal myself. Sadly, no. Because I can't quicken someone else's magic. Um, so I guess I'm going to have to take a healing potion. Okay. I'm going to um, run out of these buggers. Alas, the superior healing potion is now crushed underground by the earthquake. Uh, okay. That makes it. Corzins go. You are 35 feet from the throne. Right. And it is raining horrendously. With this rain, can we see where it's impacting the invisible wall? No, it is actually so thick it would give you it will give you disadvantage to your checks to move forwards. Right, okay, well, uh, first things first, and he's going to yell, I'm not being savaged by Corpus, and neither is she! And I reach down and cast Cure Wounds on Celestia. Ah, thank you! You're the best! Um, you, you pull off a few quippers still like clinging and, uh, and biting nine hit points ah oh, delicious thank you right and uh, Corzin is going to attempt to uh, make his way as best he can towards the throne via whatever means cool uh, roll an intelligence check with disadvantage okay No, um, that's fine. Uh, um. Yeah, that's a nine. You do actually make it halfway, uh, so you get another 15 feet forwards, making you 130 feet in and 10 feet, sorry, 20 feet from the edge. Actually, no, it's ten. It's more like 10 feet from the end because uh, the very end of it got blasted away. If I have a bonus action left um, mm-hmm. and I now know where the prince actually is, can I cast Hunter's Mark on that? You know the general direction of the prince. Uh, I have I to be able let... to see him, don't I? Don't. I? Oh. Uh, you need to know where... No, it says that you can see within range. Yeah, no, if it's, no, you it's can fine. see them now, you need a clear identifier of where they are. Yep, fine. No worries. 
Uh, so no, you can't, I'm afraid. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's everything I can do this round. Celestia, I'm afraid the rain has washed away your blue uh, your blue drink. Yes. Uh, how much maze left, and how much further away from where I was told the prince is am I? Uh, you would guess that you were. You were minus the 10 feet that got blown away. Um, you were about 25 feet from the end of the maze, probably another 35 feet broadly from where that was, so 60 feet total. Great. Uh, assuming you can get, navigate this bit of the maze without getting slowed down. Okay. Uh... Oh, it does just say within range, so I don't see why I can't necessarily do it through a wall. What's your ruling on doing fairy fire with walls in the way? Fairy fire is a little bit... If you are on top of the walls, yes. Mm -hmm. But it comes down to, would I let you cast this through a glass screen? Okay. And I wouldn't. Can I I get far enough forwards to cast it? Yes, potentially. Uh, if you can get, think it's within it's a sixty foot range, twenty five feet. Yeah, make your intelligence check. See how far forward. If you can get to the end of the maze, which you, which you have a good chance of being able to, you'll be able to. What's it's my intelligence movement. check? So, intelligence what, check what is kind? for navigating. It's with disadvantage. It's for navigating the rain. The rain. Okay. Cool. Um. Wow. It's bad. Like a seven. Seven is enough to proceed halfway. Okay. Um, so you are able to get 15 feet forward, you have to get 130 feet. You're able to get 130 feet out, but no. You would need to dash to get to the last 10 feet. I will dash. Okay, you are able to get out and towards the uh, and into the corner where you believe the prince to be easily enough. I can't do anything this but turn. But you can't though. do anything this turn. Can I have some bone marrow? Yes. Because that's a bonus action, yeah. isn't it? Take a bonus that. action to down some bone marrow. Uh, cool. Yay, hit points. So that brings us to Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey is soaked and is very upset about the matter. Uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey's just gonna double dash forwards. Uh, intelligence check with disadvantage, please. Um, that is a three. Jeffrey barely gets forward. It's it's a disaster. Jeffrey actually Jeffrey just goes in a has circle. Such a low intelligence. <laughs> Jeffrey's not good at mazes. Jeffrey's intelligence is two. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. In fairness, it's this probably three forte. these days, but um, but nevertheless, that's still a minus four. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's... <laughs> Helvi has blown open a book wall. Uh, and is... Oh, no, natural one. Helvi actually gets so lost, they get further away. Oh, no. Sorry, Alvi. Alvi's like 60 feet along the maze now. They've gone backwards. Okay. That brings us to the top of the round. Odenone. 
scrabbles with difficulty forwards. They're not quite out of the maze yet, but they are. Oh no, actually. Oh no, so, oh, no, no, he's actually able to scrabble to the end of the maze. It takes them their, their movement to do it, but they do get there. They are out of the maze and join you in the corner where uh, you believe uh, the prince to be. So there's now three of you up there. Which brings us to the prince's turn. The uh, I'll actually say that at the uh, at the end of Odenone's turn, the rain just cuts off like a shower being turned off. The clouds clear, clear, clear skies above. Uh, you can see the entire area is just sodden with water now, mm. and uh, the uh, and you can't see the prince on the throne anymore. Instead, each of you hear a voice from just over your shoulder go, I am behind you. And you turn and see the prince um, slash forward at you with a blade made of bone. Uh, just going to roll attack for each of you. Okay, all of those miss. Hey. Uh, so then it's the prince's go, slightly cheating, I know. Um, but the prince is going to uh, is going to the prince is going to attack with the beasts of the land. Uh, no, the prince is going to attack with the beasts of the sky. As from above, uh, a menagerie of strange birds, uh, kind of looking a bit like parrots, but something's weird about them. Fly overhead. And begin to just rain shit down upon you. <laughs> shit that's which the worst. bursts into flames as it descends. Jesus. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, so, good news, Scamp. You'll take half damage uh, if any of these hit. Um, and since you are at the front and with the stick. Uh, well, the rest of us are going to be utterly soaked from the rain. <laughs> this is true, actually. Yeah, yeah I guess you all take half sodden. damage because <laughs> you're all sodden. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so, yeah, you take, this is 14, uh, 9, okay, uh, you take 28 half to 14 points of fire damage. <laughs> You're still awake. Yeah. I have one hit point. Good <laughs> lord, I'll hit point all to yourself. You're so lucky. Uh, <laughs> Don't spend it all at once. Uh, both of those. Nope, one of those hits Celestia. Uh, Celestia, you take six damage. Cracking. Uh, from fire. And Doable. causing... Yeah, one of those was a natural 20. Oh no, so causing. you take... Twenty-seven halved to thirteen fire damage. Okay, single yeah, figures, but up. Maybe I shouldn't have followed <laughs> followed the soak everyone up <laughs> with a flaming shit attack. So uh, thirteen was that. Yeah. Right. Okay. You're all burned and ragged, and behind you, the prince stands. Um. And you hear him cackle. <laughs> Round and round and round he goes. Where where will he stop? Nobody knows. 
Um, okay, that makes it Scamp's go. Oh, no. The prince uh, is behind The rain stopped, but yep. can... I don't believe he's behind me. Can I actually see him anywhere? See? Um, looking around, you can see him behind Celestia, behind Odinone, uh, behind everyone. But... I get what if you I mean. assume roll, these are fake. Assuming, assuming that's not the case, roll a perception check. Uh, With disadvantage. Oh, I just had a thought. You always Let would just have this. a look if something would potentially work. Would that work? No. Ugh. I'm trying to think if there's a way I can do it that isn't involving perception checks because I just am not good at it so i'm just uh, trying to think if you can come up with I've a creative this. answer idea please do i mean some problems can't be fixed by a fireball <laughs> uh, <Some can. laughs> i mean i did think of a creative solution there involving a fireball but yes i just wanted i'm trying to think of any of these spells would be particularly useful If he's invisible, I've got nothing that I can do. Okay. So I guess I'm just going to wave my stick around some more. Roll perception Including through the creature behind... The image behind me. Oh. Two. No. Oh. You do... Ow. <laughs> you do touch the image behind you, which pops like a soap bubble. But you, you do not... A helpful knowledge for the yeah, rest of us, you do, actually. You do not manage to yeah. find the prince. Uh, Okay. Um, I think that's the end of your turn. Um, I've got a bonus action. Oh, you got a bonus. Um, can I throw a handful of coins in the air, quicken and animate objects, and just set them in different directions to see if they hit anything? That's yes, fantastic. You can. An Roll an investigation check. Oh. Six. Oh, it was so good. I'm not good start. at spells. Coins just start spinning around you, but they don't they don't bump it bump into anything. Uh they are there though. You you do have them now. Okay. Uh Coulson, you yep. are honestly like roll just if you want to go if you want to move forwards, uh roll an intelligence check. Uh just straight check and we'll see because uh, you're because you're quite close to the end of the maze. Yeah, if there's uh, a, a, what appears to be him behind me, I'm just going to scuff up some dirt with my foot as I move forward. <laughs> you just like, just like Bailey kick it at him. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, that's a six. You, it takes you your whole movement to get to the end of the maze. So you don't have any left to join the others. About Having got here, though, can I um, take an action to try and find where he actually is? Yes, make a perception check with disadvantage. Right. Oh, disadvantage. You see the version behind you, just like, oh, really? Yeah, I had that one before. Oh. With disadvantage, that's a 10. Uh, no. You can hear the prince chuckling, but it's coming from multiple of the uh, of the versions of the prince. You can't tell where it's actually coming from. Okay, uh, that, if that's the end of your turn, that brings us to Celestia. Um, how much of an action will it be to ask my fox friend what direction he's in? 
That is your call, which is why I'm asking. You're planning to ferry far after this, yeah. aren't you? If you want to do it as a bonus action, I'm going to ask you to make your perception check straight rather than with advantage. Because you're for rushing it. Okay. Actually, no, you'd be, it would be straight anyway because you, you, because you don't know where they are. Okay, I'll let you do a perception check for uh, uh, with straight instead of with disadvantage. And that's a bonus action. That's a bonus action. Yeah, I, I'm Wait. not even trying to look for him. I just want a direction so I can cast a spell. No, no, no. That that is part of it. Okay, cool. Um, the it's, the DC is a lot lower because you're just. He hasn't moved, has he? No, but you were in a different position at that point, and you've been moved to a ten. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I don't know if he's moved. Is yeah. what I'm uh, asking. He can't. That was the rule. Unless he's properly cheating, his one rule was that he wouldn't move. Hmm. Oh, okay. So I guess you could just make an intelligence check to try and figure out. I mean, if if I got pointed there before, I will know where that is. Yeah, no, in fairness, you 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 did. Yeah, the, there's not actually obscured your okay, view. I'm at any not going to bother. I'm just going to. No, cast just fairy yeah, fuck it, fairy far. Uh, deck save, right? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> What's your save? Um, 17. Look at all advantage, and he's still flooded it. You see, standing off to one corner, the illuminated in purplish fire, a somewhat put out looking uh, antlered figure. Uh-huh. That is how it works as well. They can't benefit yep. from being invisible. <laughs> yes. See, see him look down. Well, shit. Can oh. I reach him? Yeah. Make make an just make a make a, an attack roll as if unarmed because he's he can't he's his feet are glued How to the spot. How do I do that? Um, so proficiency plus dex or strength, your choice. Definitely dex. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that might do it. You know. Okay. Um, that's a twenty-two. He is fast, but his feet are glued to the spots. Like he, although his his body ducks and dodges. I want to flick him on the nose. You just. Hey, fuck, I got you. <laughs> he sort of twitches his fingers and uh, the droves of creatures just stop and you hear the birds begin to tweet out little celebratory, uh, t- uh, little celebratory uh, tweets which kind of fall with little creatures like banging bits of metal like drums and actually little wooden drums. <laughs> okay, you win. Congratulations. Um, he snaps his fingers, and a ruined series of buildings of crumbling white stone just appear where the maze was. The rest oh, of your party are able to make their way forwards through it. <laughs> okay. Oh, you see him stretch his feet a little bit and move off a spot. I was getting tired of standing in one place. All right, uh, everyone, the hunt is off. The birds sort of twitter. Yeah, go, go tell, go tell everyone the hunt's off on these ones. All right. Okay, so hunt is off until you next leave our lands, and next time you return, hunt is back on. That seems fair. Also a boon. So uh, anything within my power to grant uh, one thing. So. 
What are you after? Um, nice uh, you seem to like nice clothes. Uh, looks at you, Cousin. You looking for a bigger dick? I do that sometimes. Um, wow! Uh, what sort hmm. of, what do you want? Just look at me, <laughs> any thoughts? Uh, what are the limits of your abilities? Um... Hmm. Kind of difficult to describe. You ask for a thing, I'll tell you if I can do it or not. Can you kill a kraken? No. I mean, didn't think so. I mean, it was worth asking, wasn't it? No, realistically, no. Can you give us anything that will help do that? Yeah, that's something. You're I going would to have to make your wish more specific. Specific. All right. Uh, I can give you things. Whether they would be helpful. I can't make a judgment on that. Kraken detector, I don't know. No, we know where it is, don't we? Never mind. Uh, I mean, I could give you the ability so that... Uh, uh, I could give you an, an, an innate sense that you could that if you were on the coastline or at sea, you could sense whether it was within six miles of you? Uh, no, I can already do that. that. Do that. It's boring. Um, Have a little imagination. <laughs> he shrugs. Strides yeah. over to the throne, oh, flicks a bit of gelatinous again. cube. We're useless. <laughs> we literally said it in that fight, and we forgot to do it again. <laughs> oh, no. We suck. Oh no, we forgot again. <laughs> well, oh. it's still there. It's still we keep there. Forgetting. It's still there for a vital <laughs> moment. Maybe, yeah. maybe it activates if you fail your death saving. All of your death saving throws, we'll say. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's maybe that's, maybe that's how it works. Yeah. Because we we'll keep still forgetting forget the it. We we'll will still, still forget, forget it. it. Yeah. Um, uh, a boon. What on earth do we want? Yeah. I don't know. I want loads of things, and I can't think of In any of them. In a moment of frustration, Scamp, you just feel an energy build up within you, and oh, then no. release. Uh, roll a d100. One hit point. Going to have a moment for a fireball. <laughs> Yeah, our boon is bringing us all back to fucking life before it <laughs> I know what I want. <laughs> I've thought of something, but do your wild magic first. 93. You you watch a scamp farts. It's a really long, long <laughs> fart. And then... Um, sorry, I'm actually going... I'm actually going to, some, I'm going to go potentially off a different table for this one. Ooh, we've done that one too Ooh, many times. Yeah. He's opening table uh, so fables. It's all very exciting. Table fables by Madeline Hale. Yeah, cracking book, by the way. Stuff. Has made several appearances in Flintlocks. It's mm -hmm. wonderful. Would recommend. Okay, so 93, was that? Yarp. You, as the, the farting continues and just this starts to get really painful and you realise uh, you have this horrendous urge to just, to shit. Oh, great. Uh, it's like it's like diarrhea combined with piles. Wow. Oh. Ow. You okay? That was extremely loud. Do we need to, what's going on over there? I have no idea. Lovely. But it feels magic, and that's not fun for once. Magic poo. Uh, sorry that I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I did have a thought for what would be genuinely useful, but it is selfish. With uh, an explosive. <laughs> Uh, Scamp, you void your britches, um, oh, and you can feel what appears to be a series of sharp, cold objects uh, that have uh, that have come out as the result of your wild magic. Well, we will investigate that later. Yes. 
Yeah, we're not going to go there now. Um, I did have a thought. I want to run it by everyone. Yeah. This would be a wonderful situation for uh, to ask for something that makes me unscribable because we've been really struggling to get it anywhere else. No, that's oh. a very good idea, actually. But there might also be things that we need more than that, so that's not a request yet. Okay. Again, out of character clarification, is it just for um, Celestia, or do all of it, all three of us get something? You collectively, you, actually, you don't even have to ask that out of character. You can just ask that. And uh, he says, you collectively get one boon. That seems fair. Right. It's just it's, it's a thing that would be useful if we can think of something that would be more useful as a group. Obviously, great. But if we can't think of anything, that might be a good one to do. Um, because not only that makes does all it, of uh, us non-scribble. Like if it was something that had a range of a like that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? If all of us were non-scribble, that would be very useful because it would be amazing on counts of my mother and the Kraken and all sorts of people. It would be so good, Empress. Yeah, and also stopping the eventuality where I borrow Violet's necklace. Uh, Oh, that's not possible. I mean, that's not going to happen anyway. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Stopping the eventuality where that's a need. If you can make us unscribable, I think that's a, a, a useful thing. That would be amazing. Okay, so are you looking for one of you to be hidden, or all of you to be hidden? Because I can do one of you all of the time, or all of you some of the time. What do you mean by some of the time? Clarify. So I've got the... I reckon I could do one of you so you can't be seen ever. Or I could give you something that you could share around and it'll make you uh, unscribable for a little bit. But all at the same time. Hmm. You know, no, I'm inclined to say that one of us all of the time... Now, don't take this as the thing. I'm checking in with the group. This is not the request yet. Ah, you've done this before. Yes, I'm inclined to say that one of us all of the time would be more helpful because then the Kraken wouldn't ever be able to see what I was doing ever again. And that might help everyone, because, yeah. Uh, I agree. Could you I do just... a thing that made us, like, made one person not scryable, but also people within a certain distance of them? Like, not even a big distance, but just a bit. <sighs> Here's the thing. I can... I can do uh, what I have in mind. Uh, what I can see here is um, there is a uh, there is a particularly annoying creature uh, who is particularly annoying uh, because they are uh, invisible frequently inaudible unfortunately not non-physical and uh, impossible to scry on and after a great deal of effort I managed to hunt I managed to hunt and get one so I still have that now what I'm thinking here's the thing I only have one of those so I could give you that uh, I could uh, make just one of you have that or I could uh, s- stick it up in a locket or something you could wear or I could, uh, I could base, I'm thinking like, a, like make like a cup or something and you put some water in it and you all drink it and it gives you some of that, uh, 
unscribability for a while. Maybe an hour? I don't know. I'd only know when it was found out. I'm not mm. sure a random that's not hour my... would be helpful. That's not good. No, not at all. Well, it's not but a also... random hour if you had, like, you know, you choose when you do No, it. but I mean, you don't know yeah. when people are looking at you. It's a thing. Hmm. Depends how the many enemies is, My worry is that as soon as the, the people looking for you realise that they can't scry on you, they'll start scrying on us. And it's the same effect. Yes, but also... And you can resist it. Stuff, we can't. Um... True. They also don't have anything of yours. No. Which makes it less bad. They don't know you, which makes it less bad. Less likely well, that they get you. I mean, uh, they us now. <laughs> also, if we're on the ship... Mm. I mean, if on we're on the ship, ship we can't anyway. It's fine. But also, Kraken. The way to stop it looking and stuff is to be unscribable, right? And the problem is with it looking at the person who has the eye. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's probably worth doing. I just, I don't think it's going to help us as much as we'd like it to. People only being able to see half a conversation is something. Yeah. yeah well, also, yeah, they are going to be looking for you specifically. If they uh, find us, they may, by extension, have a vague idea of where you are. But, um it's still not knowing exactly where you are. And not being able to even perceive what you're doing is still a benefit. Yeah, that's And as far true. as the Kraken is concerned, well, it's a bit more of an unknown entity, but I still think it... Logically, it would be um, more focused on the thing that has the eye rather than, uh, than anyone else. That's the bigger one. You yeah. And I just... I think... Being able to do it now and then for an hour is almost that's completely not, pointless. It doesn't do totally anything. Pointless. We would have to know that we were going to be scribed on, and if we knew that, then we'd take precautions some other way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the other way is pointless. That is a totally ruled out thing. I mean, we could even pass it around sometimes to confuse them. That's not a bad idea. But equally then Kraken, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm still not convinced the Kraken can't just see when it, whatever it wants. Like, no, in the, time, I'm so. sorry, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. There was a piece of information that said the way to not be seen is to not be scribable. That happened. Yeah, hmm. yeah so th I think this is worth doing. I just think we need to think ahead a bit as well, because I don't think this is going to do a great deal to solve our problem. As you're discussing this, the prince has apparently, having no interest in this discussion, has wandered off and is dancing a merry jig with three groundhogs and the fox <laughs> spirit. Scott Jeffrey, go have a dance. Go have a dance, Jeffrey. There's two just... separate uh, problems yeah. here, isn't there? There's your family being able to see you, which we absolutely don't want, and there's potentially the Kraken being able to see you. If we can solve even one of those, I think it's worth yeah, doing. I, no, I, I confess, is there doing. is. I can't pretend that there's not a selfish element of just wanting to be able to sleep and knowing that Quilena or my mother isn't looking at me. Sort of closes her eyes, kind of like slightly embarrassed. Then we'll do that. I, I just understand I thought it was worth being honest because that's selfish and it's not fair, but it's there. And well, one yeah. to sleep at night is not selfish. No, it isn't. But more to the point, it's not like we don't benefit from that because we're around you quite a lot. And all right, while you might be their uh, target, it's 
It's still, by extension, keeping anyone around you slightly safer. It's just in the back of my head all the time that they could be looking. Yeah. I know. We've been off the ship, and I, I it, can't stop thinking about it, and it's horrible. And... In your situation, I'd be worried about the same thing, too. So we do. That, that's, that's fine, then. Let's do that. That is at least one problem we can solve with this. Yeah, and I guess we think about whether passing it round now and then to throw them off is a helpful thing or not. But I think either way, if we have one of us to pass it around and make any day, one person not scryable ever. Yeah. Yes, that's One of us useful. 24 hours a day is much more helpful than everybody for an hour now and then because oh, we don't know when uh, people are That is looking. never an option. That was a terrible, terrible option. That that was not. The option would be the not scryable at all or we think of a different boon because one yeah. hour is pointless. We know that. Yeah. I can't think of a better boon. But again, I have selfish motivations here. I'm, so. like, bleeding from so many places. I'm amazed I could speak right now. Do you? So. Oh my fucking gods. Do you want to? Let me fucking heal you. <laughs> they wrecked these bastard tits. Around, like, <laughs> second level healing word. Hang on. The Rainbow Spirit comes, <laughs> comes back from the merry jig and sort of washes over you. Healing. I am 80 hit jigs. points down. Jesus fucking Jeez. Christ. You are more hit points than I have down. Um, I'm on one hit point. You get nine down. whole hit points, so enjoy that. Um, oh, look, double figures. Woo! Jesus, you're not doing well. I, I was on one hit point. Um, I don't do remember the last time I was this low and, went, and didn't down. Do you want to sit down for a minute? Uh, no, because I won't get up again. So. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. So are we we happy with this? For now? I can't think yeah. of anything better. It's been a the goal for so long to be unscribable. There, there is nothing we can get better right now than you getting a good night's sleep. Because that honestly has been worrying all of us. It might help a bit. I mean, I didn't always sleep on the ship either. There are nightmares and stuff. It is still a thing. Um, it might not I work, know. but I at least won't be fucking looked at. If this is just peace of mind, it's peace of mind for everyone. Yeah, it would be a weight off. Yes. It'd be a weight off all of our minds. For sure? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Corzin smiles at you through a, you know, face probably um, ravaged by quipper bites and <laughs> burns and various other quite serious injuries. Kind of smiles back and then goes, fuck me, you look like shit too. Jesus. <laughs> Not Jesus. <laughs> Arachne's fangs. Bang, healing word. I've got... A, yeah, I'm scared of using high-level spells, so you get seven hit points. Enjoy that. Thank you. That doubles the current hit points I have. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> the wild prince comes back over. So, have you made your decision? Yes, uh, one person on Scribble 24 hours a day, please. All right, so I'm going to give you some choices because I'm not a, a filthy uh, anal una. Um, what does that mean? Um, Is uh, that the word that hag? they use for the hag? I think it's uh, the word you're looking for. Yeah. Bastard, yes. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're bitches. Uh, now, uh, I got some options for you then. So, I could. Uh, I could pop this little uh, creature into a little amulet for you, and um, you wear it all the time. Uh, it'll keep you safe, but if it gets taken off you, boom, you're visible again. Or I could give it to you permanently, uh, but that's going to involve a bit of blood magic. Uh, so how so? Right. 
let's talk about the... What's the word for this? Chakras. You basically have uh, a certain amount of um, capacity to uh, have powerful uh, magical items on you. Uh, if you get too many, they start conflicting. Uh, about three is fine. And it's to do with them uh, attuning to your uh, uh, inner sense. Oh, am I going to have to de-attune to something for this locket? Fuck. So, one option. Uh, yeah, if you if I put it into a locket, uh, if you're already uh, with a series of uh, powerful items, you could uh, take one of them off, put the locket on instead. Boom, you'll be fine. Or I could do blood magic. So the blood magic... Uh, it, that one's a bit costly. Costly. If I put blood magic, if I use the blood magic, you'll never be able uh, to be scryed on. But it will either cost you permanently one of your chakras tied up with it, so you'd never be able to, uh, uh, to as it were, to uh, unattune from it. Uh, or I can put a bit of your life force into it. You'd get. Maybe a little... Depends what you uh, care least about yourself. Uh, you'd maybe get a little bit less... A little bit weaker or a little bit slower. Uh, maybe you'd get sick more often. Do not take it off your con. I can't afford the con. Absolutely not. <laughs> Please Definitely don't. Definitely not. Or uh, I guess it could blunt some of your mind. Uh, blood magic is a tricky process. But those are your... Uh, the options are there. They're, uh, they are your choice. So yeah, you can take a permanent minus two penalty to stat if you want this as a permanent ability, um, but uh, without using up one of your achievement slots. Mm. Or I could just unattune from my waistcoat. Or you can just unattune from your waistcoat and have it as a locket. It is plus one to AC and plus one to saving throws though, which is a problem. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, only plus one. What are your but, other items you're team to? Um, the Eye of the Storm, the Ring <laughs> of Mind Shielding. Okay, no, that really is your option, and isn't I, it? I'm not unattuning for, from either of those because the Ring <laughs> of Mind Shielding is not only incredibly helpful, um, but also <laughs> sentimental as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and that's you, not happening. And you really can't unattune from the Eye. Yeah, I really can't. Yeah. Um, oh, wow, and the yeah, Dionysus no. guitar is not attuning, so yeah. that's fine. Um, what do you two think? I just want to get if there's a stat that I could even like. I don't know your stats to... well enough. That's the trouble. I have I have thirteen strength, sixteen dex, ten con, nineteen intelligence for now, um, ten wisdom, and twenty charisma. I'm not taking anything off charisma. Needless to say, no. Yeah. Strength, uh... I would be tempted by. Yeah. Because that would only be a minus one penalty. Yeah. Of the stats that you're likely to use most, I think that's probably one of the lesser ones. Mm. Equally, though, this is something that should run by you. Um, We were talking about this as though it would be a thing we could pass around. What are the emotions on that currently? Well, it... (laughs) You've got some really useful items on you. Yeah. Like, dangerously useful. Look, 
But if it's a thing that we, uh, that only you have and we can't pass around, then that's, well, that has to be your decision. I mean, it's yours too. <sighs> well. The idea of it not being able to be taken off you is quite nice. It really is, isn't it? Uh, but also, what if we need to find you? That is a, a good point, actually. It's, it's not something that can be turned off, then. Is it something that can be turned off? Like, what mechanically is this? Uh, is this an ability? It's or? an ability. It's a permanent ability. I would say that if you... Do you, do you, do you ask this of... Um, can you consciously turn it off? I could make it so you can, yeah. I mean, I would solve that. Yeah, because that would be a big issue. Yeah, that's fair. If I could consciously turn it off, that's not terrible, is it? It means mm. it can't be taken from you, which is nice. I do love that. What do you two think? I mean, there's nothing to say we can't go looking for something else that makes us non-scryable. But we when? can still go looking for an enchanter. So then we can find... Well, it doesn't. it's not urgent once you've got one for you. True. It's then less of an urgent thing, and we can look for one and hopefully find one. Yeah, we have two non-scribable. True. I'm the issue, aren't I, really? You're the urgent issue. Um, we don't know who else is looking for any of us. That's the trouble. Yeah. I mean, you see, from, a, from a practical coming, point... Coming out of you... the woods are, a series, are three of the weird green chin with the cat legs... They're just carrying some wooden plates with various fruits on, some goblets. They pass it's them around. Something you don't see every day. Uh, anyway, <laughs> from a practical point of view, the uh, the question uh, seems to be: Do you want to uh, have to give up something uh, temporarily, in that you know, you'd have to uh, deattune to something in order to uh, to have that, or uh, have something permanent but also lose something permanently? I mean, I could be a little bit less strong. I don't use my strength that much. Mm. Feels worth it. That is not a decision I feel in any way comfortable making. Mm. That's fair. It's not my body. It's not my life. In terms of mechanics, if mm. you lose your waistcoat, you're going to lose one to your strength saves anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. And how also, often do like, you use athletics? I don't use strength that often. Like, it's not a thing that I use much. Like, and if I take, saves if I issues, take two points yeah. off strength, um, for like, my strength is like plus one anyway. Like, it's shit anyway, you know? Like, mm. <laughs> it's not going to make a massive difference. Like, it'll be annoying at times, but fuck it. Out of character, that's probably what I would. Yeah. yeah, I'd say losing one to strength is also out of less character. Less of a damage than is this losing. okay for this to be the boon? Genuinely, like an out of character. I can't think of anything better. I can't think moment. of anything out of character that a these characters would want, but b would be more helpful. Like genuinely, the only other thing I can think of is a something that we definitely have uh, means of getting another way. So no, go with this. Okay. Um... Uh, okay, I think I've made a decision. 
if everyone okay. is okay with this uh, blood magic, I don't mind being a bit less strong. I would like it All to right. be something I can turn off at will. That's really important. All right, let's grant your wish. Um, hey, bring out the prawn. Uh, a, a prawn? You see the 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 cat-legged, green-skinned chin bring out on a large platter something which looks like a nightmarish cross between a crab, um, a spider, and maybe a jellyfish. Oh, uh, wow. It is clearly dead, or at least not moving. Um, and you can see that as it goes down where its legs are, it fades into invisibility towards the bottom. Well, that's horrendous. Sucks that like a nightmare, yeah. yeah. Trust me, it was worse when it was alive. Oh, I bet it was. All oh, right. Where the hell did that come from? That. Or don't I want to know? Uh, you might want to know, but I'm not going to tell you. I won't ah. want one of these things again. There's only so many of them. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, he snaps his fingers and a little knife uh, made of bone appears. Okay. Uh, we want to do this. Okay. I'll heal it up afterwards, but I'm going to need uh, to cut some sigils into your forehead. Great. Hold still. <sighs> it is mildly painful. Less than you expect, but there's a lot of blood because head uh, cuts. Oh, this is actually not that bad. I start cutting an elaborate series of sigils into your head. Uh, they turn around and they do the same to the head of the, uh, like, the, the sort of protruding uh, head chitin of the weird, half-invisible monstrosity. Oh, this is disgusting. It has, like, crystalline uh, chitin as well, and the interior, you can see it's in it, but they are also translucent. It's like the whole thing is made of glass. Uh, When it is burst, when it's done. Okay. Okay. So, if we take... He reaches, puts the knife away, takes one hand, places it over your forehead, another over the creature's forehead, so if we take a little from here and pulls, and you see a stream of floating blood surges out of Celestia's forehead. Oh. Celestia, you feel your muscles weaken. And the bit of this, a matching stream of clear blood emerges out of the creature. And for a moment, he's holding just two swirling balls of viscera smacks Celestia's strength into the creature, which begins to grow, to become slightly pinkish as blood flows into it, and then places the uh, ball of clear blood against your forehead. You feel your entire body burn for like a good two minutes as your very nature rewrites itself. Uh, but when it is, I would imagine there is kneeling on the floor. There is and kneeling, just like, there is screaming, um, <laughs> and eventually, uh, as it passes, he puts his hand on your forehead, sweep, brushes the blood to the side, and your skin is healed. Alright, it passes. Okay, <clears throat> all done. I'm going to get oh, something good. to eat. Uh, this place should be perfectly safe for you to rest. Uh, goodbye. And he snaps his fingers, Bye. and both he and all of his attendants... Poof, just vanish in a puff of smoke. 
Ow. Oh, that did not look pleasant at all. That was horrible. Whew. It's all right now, though. You feel something different, but strangely familiar. Like having an extra arm, almost. And something... It's like... You feel like, like an instinctive extra power. Like with, um, yeah, like like closed, clenching or unclenching a fist. And I can leave it unclenched without thinking about it. Yeah, it currently feels, or rather, you can leave it clenched without uh, thinking about it. It currently feels unclenched. What does that mean? Like It I'm... feels like you're not engaged. It's not engaged. I engage it. You, focus your, you close your eyes and focus. You all see a wave... <laughs> Of, of crystalline um, just energy almost like it's almost like Celestia's skin flips over for a moment and she mm. becomes almost in, like entirely translucent like she's made of glass and then the colour just slowly floods back into her you alright there? yeah you are now protected against all divination magic Actually, lie on the floor for a second. Oh, they can't see me. Oh. Nobody can fucking see me. Can they send oh. to you? Are you like a sanctum? I don't know. It's a different type of magic, isn't it? I think. I think it is. Yeah, I think people can still send to you if you're uns. I've sent Violet before. Yeah, then you're yes, fine. Yes, it yeah. works like that. So you are you're able to be sent to. <sighs> like she's like important question. It's like a, it's like watching somebody like slightly melt with relief. Like she's just lying on the floor. Important question: Can I teleport inside or out of you? <laughs> oh fuck! I really think that's a <laughs> that's bad, not a question I ever want um, answer. <laughs> it's like, well, look forward to the episode where we shrink Scamp down to the size of a cell. Actually, we can answer <laughs> this pretty easily. Try and message to me. Oh yeah, I do that. Bums. <laughs> I shoot my hair. Uh, I think you do, yeah, because it works. Because because I don't think message is divination based. Um, no. Yeah, like I say, I I it's like sending. I think message. Yeah, yeah, it's transmutation based. And yeah, I did send to Violet, even though she's got an amulet that makes her unscribable. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully you are you are fine to be sent to. Awesome. Yeah, bums. Yeah, All the bums heard that. Uh -uh. Oh, is this how like uh. like normal people feel? No, definitely not. You are bleeding a lot still. Oh, yeah, I am. Ow. Ooh. Yep, covered in my own blood. That's fun. Oh, oh it's, it's not just your own blood. There's a little bit of that clear vitriol on you as well. Oh, that's disgusting. It's uh. been a day, hasn't it? Oh, it really has. Should we um have a little little, little rest? Little little nap. Yeah, do you get the impression up, that this would still work when you weren't conscious? It Yeah, it it feels a bit frankly to use a very pertinent example, it feels a bit like the sphincter in your ass. Like it'll right. stay closed unless yeah, you need okay. it to open. Yeah, it's like keeping your bum hole shut. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, I just, I should, the first, I'm going to go clean up. 
and then I'm oh, gonna make the house. Yeah. What happened to you? Are you okay? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Um, if you need no. prestidigitation, let me know. I won't look, obviously, uh, but that is an option. I am that is fine. Available. I can handle this. Okay. Okay. You head off to one side to deal with that particular business, and after a little bit of cleaning things out with leaves, uh, you find you have acquired four beautifully cut, uh, shimmering, orangey-red gemstones. <laughs> Bumstones. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a bumstone necklace. <laughs> I'm going to sell them to someone and not tell them where they oh, came from. Oh, so good. Well, and I've never I'll seen... I'll message them later and tell them. <laughs> I've never seen kidney stones like that before. It's because they're not kidney stones. They're arsehole stones. <sighs> I was thinking more of the shape of... Anyway, never mind. <laughs> no, the only reason I uh, I thought about uh, that, Celestia, was that the second that uh, you suggested being able to consciously turn it on and off, the, uh, the first thing I thought of was anyone who knows that will try and render you unconscious. Yeah, it's fair. I was yeah, going to try and ask him to, uh, to ensure that he never told anyone about this, but I suppose we just have to... Rely on the fact he's not actually that, um... He doesn't care. That's, that much of a social butterfly. The, yeah. That's the thing. He the doesn't care of, enough to tell anyone. Well, the chances of anyone who is actively trying to pursue us running into him are, I hope, fairly low. Reasonably slim, one would hope. I suppose it depends how far behind us they are. Mm. Well, I wouldn't come in here willingly. Nope, I mean, I did, but, you know. Yeah. Hmm. There, there were different circumstances then, weren't there? You wouldn't pop in for a bit. No. Just coincidentally. Yeah, like, as a social or... Um... It's quite nice now that we're not being hunted. Yes, I or find that not it? being hunted does wonders for the, uh, the overall atmosphere of the place. Still the woods, though. Well, yeah, I hate the wood. If it's all right with you, um, I would quite like to get some sleep now. Yeah. Yes, darling. You do that. Yeah, let's uh, get a fire started. Yeah. Odinone has already started bringing wood together for one. All right. With that, then, you conjure up the dome, get a fire started and take the opportunity to rest. And the following day, you shall head into the ruins of Then, completing your journey south. So excited. But that is a tale for next time. For now, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. The hunt that carried on for days concluded with a deadly maze. But we survived, and for my prize, I'm shielded against prying eyes. So bad
Gallium muskets, Gallius spears Were flung to the shores of Cassinir No Kraken storm or spell we fear So come and sail with us, my dear